Hello, this is William Fink, and this is Christagenia Internet Radio. Today is Friday, January 8th, 2021. Praise Yahweh, the God of Israel, and thank you for listening. This evening, I decided to do an open forum, and I decided to use this video chat server to do it to see first how this new format works out for those who wish to participate. Second, because we've had problems with the last, the, the audio quality of the last few TeamSpeak open forums. Third, because we are on the road this week and Christagenia turns 12 years old this week, which, I, which is something that I never foresaw. That's for certain. <laughs> that when I started doing this endeavor in 2009, that it would, it, it would last for 12 years and grow the way it's grown. So for that, I can certainly only praise Yahweh. That being said, I think I'm going to turn my video off and, and y'all could leave yours on if you want, or maybe I'll come back later. But I would like to get this open forum program started let me say that first, Christagenia has had 1.8 million podcast downloads since last January 4th, and I looked on January 2nd, so that's not quite a year. The first five years of the new website, maybe six, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, the first five years of that new website only had 4.8 million downloads over the entire five years so that's amazing to me i'm very humbled by that i'll share a screenshot at the end of this program i don't watch every week i don't look to see how many visits christiani has had but when i do look it's usually lately the last six to ten months maybe two hundred and fifty thousand a week visits a week I remember when I started the first Christagenia website, and it took a month or two or three before the first podcast had 100 downloads. And for a podcast to get 100 downloads, that was fucking amazing, I thought. So now, as more and more people discover Christian identity, and, and as the circumstances in the world are steering them to Christian identity, perhaps in 2021, perhaps we could do much better than that, I pray. That's in Yahweh's hands, though. Not in mine, that's for certain. That's for certain. So thank you all for being here, and we should probably get this started. If anybody has anything to say, this is an open forum. It, it's your program. It's not mine. That's the way it should be. And, and whatever you want to talk about, let's do it. I, I mean, I notice current events that we wonder about, that there's um, divisions in Christian identity that are eternally ongoing. I, I would probably like to read an email I just got yesterday. I, I won't read the whole email, but this gentleman had contacted me just yesterday and told me he was sorry for the schisms that happened to Christagenia over the last two years and that he basically admitted going off in the wrong direction and realizing that that wasn't the correct path. 
path to take. And now he's apologized for that. He didn't have to apologize for it, but he's back at Christogenia, I guess, or back listening to Christogenia podcasts. Once he realized that the people that created the schisms, that they weren't telling the truth, that they couldn't even agree or get their story straight in his own words. His own words. So, so that's so, so that, that, that really, and I'm getting really, feedback. And I'm getting feedback. Who am I getting feedback from? Who am I Please getting feedback your mic. Please leave your mic. Okay. I'm praying that we could eliminate this feedback problem during open forums. <laughs> Please, if, if, um, if you turn your mic on and you're hearing feedback and you just turn your mic on, it's probably you that's causing the feedback. And if you see or if you were here earlier and saw my video, which I'll put it on again for a minute, that's why I have these so that I don't cause feedback. And I know we aren't all fortunate enough to be able to do that, but a, a headset, a Logitech headset, you could get one for like a decent one for under $30 or maybe even under 20 And I've had a few of those and, and they're fine too in a pinch. I mean, I've done podcasts with $20 Logitech headsets. Yes, I have. So that being said, I mean, where do we start? Well, con congratulations. Well, thank you. I guess. 12 years strong. And going. Well, there certainly is a lot to talk about if we want to talk about what's been happening up in the Capitol recently. <laughs> How you doing, Dasho? I mean, we may as well start with that. <laughs> Were you there? I'm doing just fine. I'm not dead yet. How are you doing this evening, Bill? We're fine. There's a lot of questions about the Capitol, and, and I'll, I'll give a quick opinion on it. You know, Joe Biden, he ran his campaign on basically one of the issues, not the only issue, but one of the issues was the, the threat of white nationalism. And, and he used pictures, and I talked to, about, to Michael Hill about this a few weeks ago. He used pictures of the League of the South at Charlottesville at the same time that niggers were burning down half a dozen cities in the United States. He's talking about the threat of nationalism and showing pictures from Charlottesville. And the only thing that burned at Charlottesville was torches. I mean, they had a torch march. Yeah, big deal. That's freedom of speech. That's something that we, we are entitled to. And we didn't burn anything. Nothing burned. So, I mean, it, Joe Biden is using us as his bogeyman while at the same time he the, the cities in Milwaukee and Kenosha and Portland and Seattle are all burning. And he's not saying a damn word about the perpetrators behind that. So so we could see which way the political climate is going. So you sent me these pictures, Dasho, and, and it was um, a white pride worldwide flag and a Confederate stars and bars hanging from the pillars on, on the upper floors of the Capitol. And I went and looked at probably two hours of images and video footage on various websites, I didn't see any of those flags outside in the crowd. That stinks to me. 
Yeah, I mean, from from what we've been seeing coming out of it, there were definitely there were some crisis actors involved in it. Uh, there are there's video footage and reports of police officers deliberately misleading people in the crowd. Apparently, there were several large groups of people who were fenced who were, who were fenced off and doing the 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 correct you know polite demonstration thing, and then the police came in and took the barriers down and, and encouraged them to go forwards and go go straight up to the Capitol building. Right? They were they were given permission to do that. Right? So that that stinks too. There are there are definitely some. There, there are there are some some interesting things that happened the other day. Um, so you mean that centaur? Uh, that centaur wasn't the uh, wasn't just there. He didn't just show up on his own. You mean? I I don't know what you're talking about. So what now? The post in the general chat. The centaur, the dude dressed with horns, like painted oh, body paint from head to toe. Like yeah, that guy. Well, that guy just showed up. He well, he wasn't you know he wasn't hired or anything like that. He wasn't a crisis actor at all. Well, we we actually uh, apparently he's been doxxed now because of that. Not surprising, considering how often his face was taken, had pictures taken of him. Apparently he, uh, he he's uh, he's he's a Q guy, right? He was he was in it for for Q. And he was, they, I guess they were expecting all the people who showed up for Q stuff. I guess they were expecting, I don't know, legal immunity or something. They thought something was going to happen and it didn't. They got burned. Dasho, is that including the uh, Viking guy? Is that who? Yeah, that's, that's who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody in general chat today posted the picture of like the exact same costume on a Simpsons character. Wow. So, so yeah, you would think that was a, a a crisis actor seeing that calling himself Centaur. What is he, a furry or something? I, I mean, Q QAnon has drawn so many um, people from the fringes of society. It, it's incredible. Yet you'd think that they were all in Christian identity, but they're not. I'm sorry, guys. We, we've um, had a a reputation for that in the past. But seriously, QAnon is, they draw all kinds of quacks. Centaur sounds like a furry to me. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's a neo-pagan, actually. Uh, because he ran around with his shirt off, we could see all of his tattoos. He had uh, several Viking tattoos and a Volknut tattoo on his chest. The news called him a QAnon shaman. <laughs> If you've ever been to get a federal it, prison, it just, it, at every time you get a new tattoo, the prison authorities take you in when they find it out, and they take pictures of all your tattoos. And and I'm sure they keep them all in a database somewhere. Yeah, I, I just find like tattoos just, I don't know, silly. I mean, as much as the Bible when it's, when it's against tattoos, it's, of course, more towards uh, necromancy. But even then, uh, I feel like you know, our bodies are the Lord's temple, and we should keep them as pure and healthy as possible. And again, keeping your skin pure, you know, if you're going to have tattoos, then you're hard to crack. They can't just identify who you are off the tattoo. Well, well you know, I don't condemn people for having tattoos. I'm the guy that gave Brother Ryan the benefit of the doubt and had him in my house. So so look at where he is now. He's a Satanist. That doesn't mean that all people have tattoos are, are evil. But wow. 
I, I guess I have to take a well, second look at some of the people that overdo one. it Are to attract attention to themselves. Pierce. Huh? Huh? This one? You're I have somebody talking out of turn here, trying to talk over me or, or whatever. That was disruptive. Yeah, I think it's just someone's partner or something. Talking in the background. Okay. Let's keep the quality up here of these forums. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for being here, but we got to mute those mics <laughs> at the point yeah. when we need to. Actually, on the, on the topic of, of pagans, um, a few of us here on, on Telegram have... Um, just recently I did like a, a mathematics, uh, uh, layout on my mirror, basically laying out how many ancestors, um, just say an Anglo would have, um, that would be Christian. And so they're like, like you had pagans always like, oh, you know, pag paganism, that's my ancestry. Like my ancestors were pagan. Meanwhile, they have like countless, countless Christian ancestors, you know, <laughs> And uh, what you're just going to forget about that? You're going to forget about the like millions of ancestors who literally like that they've been in history just to get to you being a pagan. Just, it just makes you laugh. I met a guy just the other day who was like, Oh, yeah, all my ancestors are pagan. I'm like, Yeah, what's your dad do? He's like, He's a church pastor. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> It's there just this it. reactionary, like, they, they, they have such a hatred towards modern Christianity, which I understand, that they let it tarnish what the actual faith is. You know, and, and generally, the general pagan won't even look at the Bible, or if they do, uh, if they do, they'll look at it in a very, you know, minuscule way. They'll look at it with a microscope rather than actually looking at the entire book. And, and, and they forget, failed to look at the history. They failed to connect any of the dots. And it's just so, it's so disappointing. And just like, oh, it really grinds my gears at times trying to have a discussion with them when all they do is um, they, just, they just have to argue. And, and they can, like, we, you can never have a civil discussion with them and, and prove your side because, yeah, that is insufferable. They really don't have intelligent arguments from what I've ever seen. They only have memes. They only have memes. The Jew on a stick meme and stupid stuff like that. That's all I've ever seen from pagans arguing against Christianity. Actually, on Telegram, it's been a big shift as well with, with paganism. They've gone from like Nordic paganism to like Vedic uh, paganism. And it's like, and, and, and they post all these, all these pictures of their supposed gods, and not a single one of them looks white. They all look like Indian, like, Punjabis, you know, <laughs> it just, it just insane. Well, 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 what's in, what is really insane is the disconnect in thinking that these Indians, that these um, Hindus and, and the perpetuators of the Vedas were white at one time and absolutely refused to understand the Israelites were white at one time. Exactly, and then I mean, they, they often come with the argument like, "Oh, like Vedas is older than older than Christianity." And I'm like, I mean, as much as I refute that, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but I mean, if if man was made after animal, 
you know, and if the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, like these non-white beings, were on Earth beforehand, sure, it, it is possible um, that they're there before, you know, whites got here. So, I guess that, like, you, you could say that it's older than Christianity. But that's not a good thing. It doesn't mean anything. They're older than whites. I really don't believe that that is that old. I think the claims for their antiquity are bullshit. And, and I think that it, it can't be proven at all that they're that old, that those people didn't even have handwriting that long ago. They didn't have handwriting until after the Christian era. There's no examples, yeah, think... There's no examples um, of ancient Vedic manuscripts. Zero. I think go- uh, Hans in here. I think he's in here. Yeah, like he did a lot of research, and, and basically, like uh, the only, the only like the first written text of like the Vedas or something was like in 500 AD. Right. <laughs> so well, that's what I'm the, saying. The fact I'm- that they claim that it's like passed down oral tradition for you know 10,000 years, it, it's it's just a, a meme. That is a meme. I've written about this on the Christogenia forum. I don't have all the facts in my head, but to me, the, the, the Krishna story is a corruption of the Christian gospel that when they received the gospel, they may have received it because there were a lot of white people in India and especially in the lands north of India at an early time and, and in Bactria and Sogdiana and, and what's called Iran and Afghanistan today. That was... Ariana to the Romans, all of it, Iran and uh, Afghanistan, that that there were plenty of white people there at one time. But those that is, I believe, are, are a confluence of different legends from different cultures that are all put together in rather late times, along with a corruption of, of a lot of um, biblical history, like the Krishna story. and. When, when you take different races and amalgamate them, you're going to have a, a sort of hybrid myth emerge. And, and I think the Vedas are just the stories of bastards. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you can just tell even by, like, the oldest um, depictions of their gods. Like, not a single one of them properly looks, looks white. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and with that said... I mean, some of the oldest depictions of um, ancient Israelites were white, yet that they go and follow the, the Vedas instead. Well, Herodotus had written that the first people that were ever called Aryans were the Medes, and, and the Medes were kind of far west of India. I, I, don't, I don't even understand how they are so certain that the Vedas are, are truly Aryan in nature. And and we have nothing but bastard races living in India, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then oh, I just I just thought of something funny. Like at the same time, they say, oh, you know, like Christianity, that's from like a far off land. What do you think India is? It's like even further away. Yeah, right. and, and Isn't even- there a connection between MGTOW, uh author Schopenhauer, and uh, these Indian gods? I have no idea. Yeah, was just talking to Hunter about this today. Uh, you know, the MGTOW guys really love Schopenhauer, German philosopher, because he seemed to have a hatred of women. But he was a big link to um, these Eastern religions. So I'm just wondering if there's like a pathway there. 
these uh, atheist guys you're talking about. Well, well, I mean, if if the MGTOW guys wanted to find somebody that hated women, that they should go, they should love Paul of Tarsus. No, I'm kidding. The Paul bashers accuse Paul of hating women, right? Uh, women, women yeah. can't speak in church. Women can't do this. Women can't do that, right? <laughs> I'm just making a sort of joke. I'm sorry, I, I don't no. have any use for MGTOW. What if I, I just read something the other day on the website? Maybe it was Clifton or or something like that, that there, maybe it was the British Israelites who were claiming a link between um, the Levites and the Buddha. Well, which is um, ridiculous because it could never be established. And and I do believe, and, and I, I have reason. If you read um, George Moore and the, the lost Israelites in, of the East and the West, the lost Saxons of the East and the West. I forget the exact name, the title of, of his book, but it's kind of long. It's posted in a PDF format at Christiania. It, it's, um, he did excellent work there and, and showed how Buddhism had Saxon roots and, and that the, the character, it's a long Indian type name. I'm not going to try to repeat it, but the character that is called Buddha for short, he was actually one of the sake. I believe that, but that doesn't mean that Buddhism is right because those Israelites that were taken into deportations that became the sake, well, they were pagans. Mm. And, and Buddhism is basically, while it seems to be a religion of humility, it, it's still a, a false religion. It's a false belief that you could elevate yourself to the position to to the position of an a higher power or or a spiritual god or however you want to phrase it. Buddhism is off track. Yeah, okay. exactly. And like, and and I'm oh, sorry about um, cutting you off there. Um, yeah, like you have these ancient Israelites who like the main reason why they were deported and and why they were scattered is because. They, they fell away from God in the first place. They became pagans. So, of course, they're going to like, create and establish, I guess, pagan religions in, in different locations, you know, and, and the, the pagans, like, think that's like, oh, you know, like, whites, whites created this religion, whatever. Therefore, it's, a, it's, a, it's our white religion. And then, yeah, that is, like, ignore the fact that, it, like, it still came after, you know, Christianity. It only came about because of their scattering. Right. Well, well, okay, let's put this conversation on hold. I want to get back to it and, and talk about paganism if y'all can, but I didn't want to lose Dasho because we were talking about this centaur freak from QAnon or whatever the hell he is. And I didn't want to lose Dasho before we gave him his say <laughs> on what's going on in, in, in Washington. Dasho. You appear to be boarding a flight somewhere. So what's your take on Washington, Dasho, on, on, on what's, what happened there? What transpired? Well, I'm going to be honest. If I had been given uh, a magic wand, if I had been the, the guy in the hot seat, I couldn't have had it go any better than what had happened. Because uh, I, I think, I, I think as, as nationalists, as, as white people, right, we got just about everything we wanted to happen yesterday or the day before yesterday to happen at this point in time. Uh, because the, there's a bit of an echo because the, uh, 
Donald Trump is is effectively dead now, right? He has no credibility anymore. He he backed he he backed down on everything. He he essentially admitted outright, yes, the election was stolen. No, we're not going to do anything about it. We're going to concede because to do anything else would just be rude and impolite. And they threw all their followers under the bus. And the Republican Party is also effectively dead now. Uh, they've they also they they backed the Democrats to the hilts. The Republicans have essentially burned their own their own party to the ground and thrown their own followers under the bus. And Pence is effectively dead too. And so are so are Trump's kids, right? They they Pence has ruined any potential career he may have had. He's he's everyone hates him now. He's he's hated by the Democrats for not being a Democrat, and he's hated by the Republicans for stabbing them in the back. And Trump's kids have no credibility either because they. Uh, and they spent the whole time yesterday counter signaling everything that everybody was doing and telling everybody that that violence violent violent revolutions are very un American, Goya. You shouldn't I don't know I don't know what you've been taught in school, but overthrowing a tyrannical government by force is just it's not kosher, okay? You shouldn't be doing it. And they've they've essentially they they achieved all of their objectives, right? The the establishment won, but it was a pyrrhic victory because they've they've burned all of their all of their goodwill and all of their credibility. They are now a zero confidence government. No one, no one with two brain cells to rub together is going to listen to them anymore. I've been sitting I've been sitting in a chair watching thousands upon thousands of baby boomers and Gen Xers just go full. Why have we not hung these people from the rafters yet for the last thirty six hours? And it's it's incredible, right? The Republican Party's dead. They've they've knew forty five percent. We have the stats now. They've this, all this has been happening very quickly. We have the stats. One in five voters in America, one in five, and that's everybody, thinks that storming the Capitol was a good thing. Forty five percent of the people who do uh, were were Republicans. So the Republican Party has effectively cut themselves in half. They're no longer relevant politically. They're dead. Um, they're the party of, of, of cuckoldry. They're the party of cowardice and conceding, conceding defeat, right? Which we, of course, already knew, but now everyone knows it. Now there's no hiding it, right? And we've, we've, we've seen just how fragile the Leviathan really is, right? We've, we've seen that in the pictures. We've seen that up close. These, this wasn't an armed mob. These people didn't have guns. They pushed their way past police barricades in the places where they weren't let in. And they pushed their way into buildings and they, they occupied this place. They didn't, they didn't really use much violence at all. The only violence that really happened was violence that was used against them. Right. We've seen how fragile everything is now. This has actually caused chaos in, in the European Union. Um, because now like, there are nationalists in France and nationalists in Germany who are saying, well, if the Americans do it, then we can do it too, right? Because the American government was seen as, as this great, unstoppable, monolithic entity that imposes its will on everyone. But, uh, but a bunch of unarmed, you know, random people off the street in, in blue jeans and uh, carrying, you know, makeshift flags could just walk in and control the place for an entire day and they can't be stopped. Why not do the same? There's, there's, there's all kinds of scrambling in the in the German in the German uh, Mono Party. I don't, I don't quite remember what their full German name is. I apologize, but it's it's the it's the reigning Liberal Party in Germany. They're they're trying to, they're trying to figure out ways to stop this from happening in Germany. Uh, France is panicking. Um, there is, there's actually a. Uh, 
So the, the woman who was shot and killed, uh, Ashley Babbitt, uh, she was the, the woman who was murdered by that police officer. Um, there, are, there are Russian nationalists in Russia who, who are anti-Putin, right? And they don't, they're, they're pretty oppressed because of the way Putin runs things. But they actually set up a, a memorial overnight outside of the U.S. embassy with, her, with a picture of her face on it. And there's uh, dozens upon dozens of bouquets of roses uh, laid out for her uh, by Russian nationalists. So this is, it's a shot that's been heard around the world. Right. This is this is the sec this is this is round two of what the yellow vests were doing in France uh a year ago. So it's it's a shit show. And we've seen we've seen massive panic. Uh the 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 entire Q like industry. There's like forty some prof like professional Q people, like people who, who push that narrative, they've all been deplatformed. Uh Ben Garrison's been kicked off of Twitter. Uh, General Flynn has been banned off of Twitter. The Trump account has been suspended. Um, there's just been a, a, a Twitter holocaust that's happened over the last 12 hours. Thousands upon thousands of, of, uh, of blue blue checkmark verified accounts from conservative lawmakers and uh, conservative politicians have been banned. Uh, two Virginia lawmakers uh, in my state here in Virginia have been arrested by the FBI uh, under conspiracy and terrorism charges uh, for what happened. <laughs> Oh wow! And people are pissed. People are very, very upset because they've they've we've been sitting here in lockdown for eight months, watching niggers set cities on fire, right, and and burn things down. And we've been listening to CNN and MSNBC saying that they are fiery but mostly peaceful protests. And then a bunch of people show up at the Capitol Hill and suddenly, you know, call in the military, shoot everyone on sight. Everyone who was involved is a domestic terrorist. We've got to hunt them down using facial recognition technology. And the, the double standard is, has not gone unnoticed. They've, they've finally pushed it too far. So well, I, would, I would say that what happened, what happened in, in D.C. was a victory for us. I, I would say it was because the, the, any illusion that the establishment is anything other than a monoparty is gone. That, that is, is completely destroyed, and it is disenfranchised. Millions of white Americans who now hate the system, who hate the police, who hate the Republicans, who hate the government, and they're looking for answers. Well, well we need a little more to that. I don't suppose you have the answers, do you? Uh, Please I go think, ahead, though. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I think we need a little more than that. We need people to realize that global international corporations are not interested in open dialogue and, and exchange free exchange of ideas, which is what freedom of speech is supposed to be all about, that they are not interested in that. They've never been interested in that, that the people feel frustrated because they believe the election has been stolen. Well, I believe the election's been stolen. I believe that probably every election in the last 50 years and beyond that has been rigged anyway. It, it's immaterial. However, it's good that people are waking up to realize that it doesn't matter who they vote for. And, and, and I mean, you have your pundits, your political pundits that say, oh, Trump lost his base. Trump lost this. Trump lost that. No, I pointed it out a month ago with Michael Hill. There were 20 there were over 20 million more voters than there were this election than the last one. So something else is going on here. When one state grows a million voters in four years, there's something else going on. 
And I don't think we'd ever be able to put our finger on that because none of us can ever sit down and, and do all the investigative work it would take to figure it out and, and canvas all of the polling places and everything going on. It, it's impossible. I really believe there's fraud, but I believe that for there to be fraud, both parties have to be complicit in it. And, and what we've seen from the Republicans indicates to me that they are. So well, they absolutely I, are. I mean, so I want I'm, people... I'm sorry to interrupt you, Bill, but they they have they have gun legislation that they were going to roll out. They, they've had it already written up and co-signed by the Republicans, gun confiscation laws, as a response to white, white nationalist domestic terrorism in the United States. They had it drawn up. It is going, it is, it is being put up for review tonight. That, that, that was already drawn up. Why, why do they have that already drawn up? Well, we have an answer to that question. We know right. why, right? And absolutely. And, and I think that you'll see a lot of that in the next six months. You'll, maybe the next yeah, they're, they're definitely going to use us as the boogeyman for this. And they have been. And, and that was what Biden's campaign ran on. That being said, people have to realize that the, 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 the international global corporations aren't interested in what they have to say. They don't care about your free speech. They're going to ban you from their platforms. You don't necessarily have to threaten anybody. I've never posted anything on Facebook, as far as I could remember, that actually broke United States law, that actually threatened any particular group based on race, religion, threatened physical violence. I've never put anything like that on Facebook, but I've lost three Facebook accounts in the last two years. And, and I've had, I mean, a whole string, five times I was suspended for 30 days this year. So, so I mean, that's a half the year I'm off Facebook, right? It, it's incredible. And, and my Twitter accounts have been locked for years. I haven't been able to use Twitter in three years. And, and I, I'm not going to start another account because I have to use a fake name. And I'm not going to speak anywhere if I have to use a fake name. So, so I, I mean... Now they're that they're um they're banning mainstream Republicans, neocons, <laughs> and conservatards. So where does it end? Where does the censorship end by these international corporations? Facebook and Google and they are international corporations. It ends in the gulag. Yeah, right. So so people yeah. that this if, if there's a mass awakening to these facts, right? That then, yeah, we're going to get far with this. We can use this and, and perhaps draw some of those people off and show them what the whole truth is. Well, there, there was a post that, that got taken down off of Twitter. I don't believe it's there anymore by a guy who has also been banned off of Twitter. I don't think he's there anymore either. But while it was up, it got like almost half a million likes and then it got taken down immediately. But he posted a, uh, a, 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 a quote, a, a line that just, said uh, the difference between a, a, a peaceful protest and a violent insurrection is whether or not you're sponsored by Goldman Sachs and, uh, and Google. And yeah, uh, right. because that is what they're calling this. They're calling this the Trump insurrection. It's not a protest. It's not an occupation. It's not anything. It's an insurrection. It's, it's a terrorist attack yeah, right. on the Capitol building. <laughs> so the difference between an insur what's the difference between an insurrection and a protest? Well, yeah, well it's whether or not you're sponsored by, by McDonald's. That's the answer. Yeah. They broke some furniture. I would, <laughs> I'd like to sort of expand upon this too. Um, the media has been absolutely working over time. Like me and myself, I'm in Australia. 
yeah, but the, the media here are uh, all completely in like a big conglomerate have all been uh, calling this this protest to be like a huge riot, you know, violent, violent riot, you know, and then basically fence sitters, maybe even moderates, and basically anyone left wing is all get like pushed away and be like, oh, Trump was some like evil man. I mean, not saying he isn't, but I mean, they're like saying all these like conservatives who like went out there, you know, during that day, they were all like terrorists. And, you know, I had like, I had to have like a really big discussion with my, uh, with my wife or partner or girlfriend, what do you want to call it? I'm the God. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she, like, she was listening to the media and she's like, oh, like, you know, it, it seems like balanced now, like back when the Black Lives Matter rights were going on, you know, that was saying, oh, if I get away with everything, um, and, and and she was saying it's like oh it's, it's it, it wasn't a, a violent protest and I'm like you're just you're just seeing what the what the media wants to portray have, have you seen the live streams and she's like yeah I've seen the live streams I'm like what you what you don't like the media what they showed and yeah it, it's just, it's just a, a big laugh because if you're in like if you're not in the U S if you're not a person who's directly invested into U S politics then you, you're really not going to have any idea what's really happened in like the past few days other than what you hear in the media. And like, I'm, I'm like, my, I can't even speak myself. <laughs> um, I'm not a person to keep track of us politics much anymore because I'm just not interested because I feel like it, it it's all just a show. Um, but like, I, I've just been catching up on, on all this information in like the last two days. And yeah, it's just like overwhelming. And I can see why people just aren't keeping track. Well, I, I could understand how, how people overseas could really not know anything about American politics or, or all of the um, nuances in, in action here. I, I know about as much about Australian politics as the average American, which is zero, because we are so compartmentalized. American newspapers don't say anything about, or American media outlets, they don't say anything about Australian politics or, or German politics. So if you don't watch Australian or German news websites, you're not going to know anything about it. Even the, um, the, yellow, the yellow vests in France, I wish I knew more. I just haven't had the time to look into it sufficiently. And and when you do, when you're an American looking into the Yellow Vest riots in France, all you're going to get is spin anyway. 90% of what you read is going to be bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I did a podcast. <laughs> I, I, did, I don't know if Serge saw it. I don't know what Serge thinks about it because Serge is here, I believe, and he's from Ukraine. But I did a podcast maybe eight years ago, Ukraine or Jukraine. And the only reason why I did that podcast was because that there was a man in Ukraine that was cognizant of all those things, and he helped me with the information. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had a basis to do it. I wouldn't have had the, the correct knowledge base to do it. And uh, by the way, before we, we wander so far afield that it's no longer relevant to bring it up, I just wanted to mention that just as just as an extra little a little a little coin to throw on top of the pile that's being built up here for 
evidence that there's a massive government, that there's a massive corporate conspiracy here. Um, Olive Garden has pledged to revoke the uh, unlimited pasta passes of anyone who owns one that was present at uh, at the riot at, at DC. So you're not welcome at Olive Garden anymore if you showed up to uh, to that to that to that protest. I apologize. Uh, to anyone who might be listening to this podcast, if you're one of those people, you're gonna you're gonna have to get your cheap Italian food somewhere else. And I, I just find it really funny that they would issue far. a public statement saying that they're, that they're, that they're <laughs> gonna it. validate. Time to become extremist. That, that's the, how the far the virtue signaling is gone. It's crazy <clears throat> that all these corporations. Actually, I should. Oh, sorry, I'll let you all, speak. All these corporations believe they have to participate in, in this social justice warrior virtue signaling and bend over backwards to please Black Lives Matter and, and LGBTQ tards and, and all these other people, all these freaks and, and fringes of society. <clears throat> For fear of the Jews. For fear of the Jews, exactly. Yeah. I, I should um, expand upon with, with Dasha with the, the corporate controlled things um in australia um something that happened like extremely recently i completely believe um our, our government must have been like underhanded some some money very recently because uh at three of our universities at three of our epidemiologists um or epidemiology university um we were constructing our own um our own vaccine and we did a batch test of the Pfizer, like the american for pfizer and also moderna vaccines we did a batch of that and we said they were bad so we we basically outlawed them here but all of a sudden um our um, prime minister scott morrison uh within the last few days he has now completely stopped all funding for developing our own vaccine and stopped all the research for it. And then he's taken like in a huge shipment of the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines uh, from the US. And he wants to uh, vaccinate like 4 million Australians by the end of February and most of Australia by the end of the year. It's just, if it's, it's so clear to see and like our even our media and all their medical journals were saying these vaccines are literally terrible and now they're really bad for your health like they're even worse than getting the virus itself and then the government then does this even with with all that it's just it's so clear to see but just the general public just oh, they're so blase it's it's very painful it's a surprise that medical journals have even been saying that. They're not bought and paid for in Australia? Uh, generally, oh, especially our medical industry, it's not, it's not really corporate run. Um, it's more government regulated. So at least they can't, like, <laughs> normally they wouldn't be bought out by, uh, you know, McDonald's, you know. <laughs> they wouldn't be bought out by that because, um, again, they're under complete control by it by the government regulating it and, and standardizing it. But I'm feeling like the government must have been, like Australian government must have been given a huge amount of money by some US corporations to completely change shift. And then all of a sudden, yeah, changing their minds on things for apparently no reason. Because I should actually expand upon it. My my partner, she's um, studying medicine, or yeah, she, she's in medicine at university. And... Uh, in her classes, they, they literally had, as part of a unit, like the downfalls of like COVID vaccines and how 
like that, that going back to um, the polio vaccinations and how like they were just basically putting in whatever they could and 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 like mixing it together and injecting it into people. And that's like the same thing that's happening here. And and it's just the corporations getting money because you know whoever can develop the vaccine is going to get a huge amount of money, huge amount of shares. Um, and then yeah, so it's like literally in the universities they're being told these vaccines are bad, like the ones they're developing and the, the ones which have been developed now. And then boom, the government just does this. It is it's unbelievable. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of my friends at university, they're all shocked. They're all confused. And uh, yeah, that is like wondering what happened, and that's why I theorise that our government has been just given a large sum of money. I was watching a clip the other day, and they were talking to the health minister, Greg Hunt, and the reporter brought him up on it. He says, uh, "Oh, the AstraZeneca virus, which is the second one they're going to release, that uh, it has a ninety percent effectiveness rate." And then the reporter said, "That's after two doses," and then he sort of just kept going with his sentence and didn't brush it off. Yeah, and it just feels like these these medical supposed medical officers are just mouthpieces who have like that is do what they're told. They don't actually have any part in any of the research at all. I feel as though it's it's relevant to point out since you guys are are talking about this. The uh, the head imam of Iran. Uh, issued a public statement today, uh, earlier today, saying that um, he has spoken in private to several several politicians and leaders of Iran, but he he feels compelled by the events that are going on to to make it a, a public statement. He is also s- issuing himself, which is that uh, the the American and British made uh, the American, British, and German made vaccines are banned from Iran. And uh, he he actually went down the list and and mentioned all of the times that the American government, the German government, and the British government have have used uh, experiments either on foreign countries or on their own populations without their their knowledge, uh, testing vaccines or what radiation exposure does to people or putting certain chemicals in the water. And he listed all of these examples of it saying it. And he says, I don't, I don't trust America. I don't trust Britain and I don't trust Germany. I don't trust any of these, these Western corporations. Uh, we will, you will not be accepting any of their vaccines. Uh, and if their vaccines worked so much, don't you think they would be taking them instead of trying to force them on us? It doesn't make any sense and they won't be allowed here. And his, his, his statement and the evidence he presented was removed from the media. It's it's been deleted. So make of that what you will. Uh, but but his 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 uh, tweets, his his social media that he mentioned it on, and the interview that he gave, they are they've all been deleted. To find a video recording of it, you have to go to a uh, a non Western source. I think it's still up in some. In, in some areas of the internet, but it's been, it was it deleted almost as soon as it was posted. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me too of, of the two doctors in the EU who were basically whistleblowers for, uh, you know, for COVID and for the vaccines, you know, they, and they brought up that, you know, causes infertility. I was like reading this when they, when I first released, when I, when I first, like they first put out their statement um, complaining about it. And then you look everywhere now, you can't find it. 
and then you just have complete damage control by like every single media everywhere and yeah it's just like oh no this is this is not true you know it's it isn't real it's, it's just uh it's just a misinterpretation of the statement and yeah it's just uh, it, it if, if you you have to be really quick of it like unless unless you're like avid of like knowing about world events and keeping up with politics keeping up with basically like what's happening in the world like if you're just an, a, a normal person a, a general person of the public you have no idea what's happening and you just you just have this like bubble of uh, um, naivety well supposedly australia has some of the best food labeling laws quarantine laws uh, rules of engagement for the military so if they do release this vaccine, you would assume it to have all of the information on it, uh, skull and crossbones, potential side effects include death, uh, you name it. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, really. <laughs> like, if like if they don't, then, again, that's going to be big question marks because there's labels of everything here. Like, you, you can even get, like, the most basic... Oh yeah, but whether it's basic or extremely advanced in, in ingredients of anything, you know that will always list every single detail uh, about a product. But yeah, if if this vaccine you you can't really see what's in it, then that's going to be you know big alarm bells. Especially because um, especially in certain fields, um, I was looking at some postgraduate stuff like after uni, and a lot of the places they're like, oh yeah, if you want to enroll, you have to get. A record of all your vaccinations done so that you can work in the field otherwise we won't let you enroll so like it's going to be interesting to see in future like because identity your partners in nursing or whatever i'm pretty sure they need to keep all their vaccinations up to date it's going to become like a compulsory thing where you can't get a job in health any kind of industry like that without um having all your vaccines done yeah correct uh, yeah um yeah, my partner's very, very worried about um, having to take this vaccine because, yeah. um, obviously, especially when she does placement and, and whatnot, uh, they're most likely going to probably force her to take the uh, mm. vaccine. And, yeah, she's, like, really Absolutely. anxious and stressed about that. Yeah, that's my biggest concern right now. It's like, I don't really want to get that vaccine, but they might try to force it. And, I um, feel like they'll, they'll force it to just to go to university. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm in my last year of my engineering right. degree, but they'll probably yeah. force me to take they'll the vaccine to take just to go vaccine. into uni. Yeah, and they've, I've seen shit about like possibly giving workplaces power. I've seen it in the news. They're going, oh, will it would be illegal to work without your COVID vaccine next year? And I'm like, fuck. I live, I work in a freaking gym and shit. If they start putting that kind of expectation on us because we're in that kind of field they might they may be like pressuring employees and so employers to like fire people who don't get the vaccine the first rollout in australia they're doing the fits of virus i think it's eighty thousand doses of that and they say they want to target sensitive groups and they talk about the elderly and healthcare workers so that's the one that's yeah yeah Freaking, it makes you worry a little bit when you see the um, just the way everybody's just accepting it. Like I've spoken to a lot of people because, like, in my job, I talk to a lot of people. I'm a, a trainer at a gym, 
and you know you end up being part-time counselor part-time gossip partner um just by virtue of the job and i've you know talked to people in passing about covid and all that stuff and everyone just kind of like oh i just can't wait till we get these vaccines the quicker they get it done the better i can't wait for life to shift back to normal and i just i'll get it straight away i can't wait and i it worries me how easy it is to manipulate the whole country into just wanting that vaccine, no matter the consequences, you know, like they don't care that it hasn't been tested. They don't know that, you know, you should be text- testing a vaccine for three or four years or whatever before you, you know, release it into the public. We haven't even had these vaccines in development for a year yet. Assuming that, um, you know, Pfizer and that didn't already use their patent they got a decade or a half ago because they've had the patent for this COVID thing for years. Bill Gates and all those types, like, assuming they had that stuff, why weren't they developing and testing it back then? Yeah, like, what happened, like, last year like, in, in, in Australia, our industry was saying, oh, it's going to take, like, like three years to, to develop the, the vaccine, you know, because they're yeah. primarily going to go for an ART um vaccine rather than an mrc mrc being obviously the fetal cell art is just uh doesn't have all that stuff and it's oral it's orally mm. taken well, and it's, it's like fast safety you know, it's not just injecting um yeah. aluminium uh, right, nanoparticles into your brain this is going to be an art and yeah. it's just going to be oral like it just basically like something you swallow and then your body process, processes it just like you've like eaten some shit food. Maybe but, I turn my mic sensitivity <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, now but it's like, yeah, you're talking to researchers anymore. Maybe I turn my mic sensitivity I was told I was getting feedback. If you're a Christian, you really shouldn't be seeking to take any vaccine. You shouldn't be taking any vaccine. Yeah, and that, that's fair. Yeah, I haven't had one since my last compulsory one for school like 10 years ago. So Yeah, I, I was luckily not in the country. When my oh, school was doing the uh, HPV vaccines, yeah. I'm not sure if you that were. My last vaccines were when I was when I was a baby. Yeah, I'm, I I remember I had to get a shot. I think it was like grade seven or grade eight. I think that's the last time I got a vaccine. So yeah, I don't I know I what's in my body, to be honest. And I missed that. Yeah, they make me feel like I was gonna die from it. It's insane. I gotta say, like, I can't believe, I can't believe the US, like, the, the, the amount of um, needles they give babies when they're born. Oh my god! Like, it's like it insane. Question. It's like literally a secondhand dartboard, like yeah. at the end of it, <laughs> like over here. Yeah. At least they have like a, just a, a small handful down here, hmm. but over there, that is like filling up with everything. Like, I'm surprised they have blood anymore at the end yeah. of it. They um, I'm pretty sure they can't even process the the, the crap like they're organs aren't fully functioning yet they're um i think it's their kidneys and stuff that the stuff that processes the vaccine it it's not even developed enough at the age where they're getting those vaccines they should yeah. hold off until like three years old <laughs> it's like and the they're US. getting them like you, you, like, you can't even drink yeah. alcohol until 21 in the u.s but it's yeah. okay to pump a baby full of yeah. chemicals it pops out and the first thing they see is a freaking needle it's it's insane like Yes. They even um they make you get uh, a vaccine now if you want to touch a baby within the first it's like the first eight weeks or something of life. You can't be near the baby unless um you've gotten like your flu shot and your polio shot, whooping cough. 
because my friend recently had a baby with his wife and like I just said to him, look, I don't want to offend you, but I refuse to take any vaccines that are happy. So I'm just not going to go near your baby for a couple of weeks. Well, it's the state of love we live in. It's a damn shame that so many people blindly comply with all this. And, and so did my parents. And, and so did anybody. Uh, I mean, when I was in school, there was no anti-vax movement. And, and I don't remember anybody in my life ever protesting to a vaccine until after I got out of prison. And, and I was happy Trust. to see people protesting vaccines. And, and I was 50 years old by then, 49 years old by then. So well, they have that thing where they have, um, so they call it recording has stopped. They're allowed to just like anything that happens, they can't be sued. They're like immune. Trust the science. I remember when the <laughs> HPV vaccine came out, you mentioned earlier, um, that was, I was actually in year eight, which was the time that that's the oldest you could be as a girl to get that vaccine, um, 14 years of age or something like that. Uh, and then from what I understand, 10 years later, they're giving it to boys now because they can be carriers. Recording is on. Uh, I think we just all have to continually pray that you know, God returns soon. And uh, yeah, it just pulls this world back in the line, fixes everything and we can live in his kingdom. So it's so shit living in essentially this hell. It's it's just pain. Can you hear me now? Hello, Martin. We can, sir. Hello, hello. So actually, Dashiell, I was wondering if you might comment on the uh, I guess um, both the nigger and the Jew one in Georgia turning both the House, the Senate, and the presidency all Democrat. And they've already posted uh, new legislation for uh, black reparations for slavery. And also, I believe in Oregon, they received $69 million, the majority of which they plan on giving to blacks because they were disproportionately affected by the, uh, by the riots. Whoa. Excuse me. Why were they disproportionately affected? Because they were the ones burning down their own well, damn neighborhoods. That they were disproportionately affected by by the uh, by the pandemic. The COVID. Yes. Yeah. They're also getting that you know five hundred billion dollar platinum bucks plan from Trump, right? Yeah, and and then getting back to the the pandemic or pandemic again. Um, apparently in England, they have the whole thing that anti-vaxxers will be locked up. And also in New York State, there's legislation that's currently in the, in the state house uh, to, um, to lock up any anti-vaxxers or anyone that the local Department of Health officials feel is a, uh, a threat. Uh, yes, I've seen that. They've actually uh, they've they've begun the process of submitting legislation that will make it so that anyone who refuses the vaccine can be put into a camp. And those are their words. They're they're going to put you in a quarantine concentration camp until you either agree to take the vaccine or are, and I quote, no longer a threat to public safety. I mean, at this point, there's no 
Um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no pretense of, of uh, you know, that, that, that there's any kind of, you know, opposition or anything, right? That, that basically, at this point, they're just going to go full throttle. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it no seems opposition. as though they're under the impression that they can go. I'm sorry, Bill. I apologize. No, it's all right. I just want to say there's been no opposition. A couple of anti-vax yeah. sites. Didn't an uh, anti-vax woman get suicided recently? I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't which, doubt it. Which one? <laughs> I forget her name, but she was just suicidal. She says she said that she was not suicidal and then was found dead. Oh, I, I think I vaguely remember that happening. But the, but the thing is, is that they have like this whole promotion, like, you know, it, it's it's like the new big hot ticket that you have to go out and get your vaccine shot, right? And now they're kind of sliding in there, well, you know what? It's not just one shot. It's going to be two doses, right? So then, you know, and then we have these uh, uh, mutant variants that are going around. Who knows? It might be five, six, and you might be a lifetime of shots, right? They just well, got to keep on getting it's going to be. There's going to be a new vaccine for every variant. It'll be out within a year. And yeah, they've, they've, they've flat out admitted that that's what they're going to do, that they're going to they've, – they've, they've admitted, one, uh, because they, they were pushing this, this, this narrative of if you just give in and let us do what we need to, you can go back to normal. They've admitted, uh, one, we're never going back to normal, right? Uh, two, this is the new normal. Uh, two, they've admitted that uh, you're not signing up for a single vaccine shot. You're signing up for a re- regimen of vaccines. We don't know how many. Minimum two. They may add more later if they feel it's necessary. And they are also already starting to claim that they're going to need a new vaccine for every respective, you know, mutation of COVID. And I mean, anyone who knows, I'm not even, I'm not even, you know. A, I'm not even a doctor and I know this, the, the, the common cold mutates every year. That's why we don't have a cure for it. Right. It's, right. It, it's a, it's a very rapidly mutating virus. It doesn't really, it doesn't really kill any, it, I mean, it kills lots of people who are already, you know, infirm or have preexisting conditions. I can't, I can't say it doesn't really kill anybody. It does, but we, we don't really consider it a threat because it's not something we can readily deal with. And we just have, in the past, just accepted it as a part of life, right? It's 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 a problem, but there's nothing we can do about it. They now seem to be be trying to pretend that the COVID, the the common cold, right, is is now a, a deadly plague, and the only way to stop it is to totally submit to the government and allow them to modify your body however they want them, however they want to. Move into the Chinese credit system, right? Yeah, they and they and they are openly moving to the Chinese credit system. Yes, with with, with the uh, the IBU. Or with the uh, excuse me, UBI. Yes. Universal basic income. Yes. UBI, you, wanna, you, know, you, you want to? You want to? If they don't like you, then then it's the in UBI. <laughs> no, you, you know, no, you just get shut down. I read that in the future, at some point, creditors can have their scores improved for watching particular entertainment. Did anyone <laughs> see that? That that's how it works. That's how it works in China, right? That's how that's how their social credit system works. Is if you watch state propaganda, your score improves. Bruh. Listen, you you have to watch this new tranny show on Netflix, bro. By the way, that's a threat. You have to watch it. <laughs> you don't have a choice, and like it's literally every every Netflix show now too. Like even even shows which are generally pretty apolitical, they don't have like these sort of characters. Um, 
you know, even even movies you wouldn't even expect, or yeah, like you wouldn't expect there to be some subversion. Like there is, like subtly. It's like, for example, like the movie Drive. You know, this guy goes and like kills up, uh, kills these uh these mafia and these like, yeah, basically these gangs. He's, this guy goes and basically single handedly like kills these gangs, and then, um, for it, he he then gets like a Latino, uh, no, he no, he gets he gets a white woman with like a a mixed race child, and then it's like basically quiet messages in the background like saying that oh it's it's okay white women like the the white man will be there to pick up the scraps and, and fix everything at the end of the day <laughs> so yeah it's just like insane yeah you know basically it it i, I don't want to elaborate too much on the vaccine issue it it comes down to whether or not the government's your god or yahweh's your god and and if you believe everything that you see on tv these people are lost and they're going to be they're just lost. That the government is their god. The television is their god. The media, um, the the corporate media complex is their god. You believe, you you act according to what you believe. If you really think that you have to wear a mask driving down the highway in a car by yourself with the rin- windows rolled up, then the government is basically your god, or the television is your god. And and those people that that's that that is that the basis of ancient paganism that that these pagans when they went to these pagan temples they forsook the laws of Yahweh their God and and accepted the practices of of the Canaanites in the Baal temples so they started having sex at the altar and engaging in sodomy. And and that's where we are today. And and these people really believe that they'll accept a sodomite, but you're a devil if you don't get a vaccine or if you don't wear a mask. So they're going to get what they deserve. It's coming. As a man thinks, so is he. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and <clears throat> that's where we're at today. All, all these people are claimed to be Christians. You, you see them wearing masks everywhere they go, um, despising others for not wearing masks. And, and and then they're praying for a vaccine so that things could get back to normal, well, which, of, of course, like it was already said here, it'll never be normal. As long as these people accept this bullshit, it's never going to be normal again. But that's okay. That's better for us. And uh, by the way, uh, just just for the record, because I thought you might be interested in it, uh, Lindsey Graham was accosted by uh, – by Republicans at an airport when he was when he was on an outbound flight, and they uh, they surrounded him and started chanting "traitor, traitor, traitor." And I thought you might uh, you might find that amusing. There is video footage of that. He just buries his face in his phone and laughs the whole time. Yeah, he refuses to look at them. He refuses to confront them, and he has some uh, some plain closed cops, police police officer bodyguards uh, to keep people back. Well, well, wasn't that like the, I said uh... like I said earlier though the Republican Party is is in my estimation dead. They they will never be elected again, and they know it. Wasn't that the they, way they, they portray? They've, they've got their thirty pieces of silver. Isn't that the way they portray the conditions before the French Revolution that the French nobility? I'm not saying it's the truth. I'm saying it's the way that it's portrayed that the French nobility despise the commoners, like let them eat cake or or however it goes, and and they attribute that to the cause of the French Revolution. And and you have Lindsey Graham just laughing. 
Yes, that that is how they portray. That's not necessarily true, but that is the portrayal. Is that uh, the 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 uh, <coughs> the French aristocrats got what they deserved, right? Because they they mocked the people and they didn't listen, so they got what they deserved. And then it turns out, well, maybe maybe that bit of historical revisionism was projection on their part, right? Yeah, right. That's what I'm getting at, because <laughs> that's what they're doing. Well, I don't know if anybody wants to talk about anything other than that than vaccines or what's going on in Washington. I, I mean, we should talk a little about Christian identity. I, I know that some of you have been defending um, our principles against Trinitarians and things like that. I, I don't know how these Trinitarians get into Christian identity. Um, they may as well be Orthodox or, or go back to the Roman Church. That's my opinion. It, it doesn't have to be that. But yeah, I'd like to. There's no hope for those people that pray for vaccines, and we don't know what's coming in the future. I, I mean, if, if there's uh, any hope for our people yeah, I mean, at all, we'll be able to hold out against them. I think of a course. lot of people in the next four years they're going to have their, their faith tested, and, and you know, basically they're, they're going to have their, you know, they're going to have no place to turn but to place, you know, but to back to God, right? Either that or, or just be destroyed. Right, and and that's why I see it. What were you saying, Ed? Why can't I hear Ed? I can hear you, Ed. I get everything. Yes. If I can't hear Ed, he's not going to come out on a recording. He's not going to be part of the program. I'm sorry. I can't be strange. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's asking about, uh, about the Trinity and, uh, and what your opinion on that is, uh, Bill. The, the heresy. The, the recent heresy with the Trinitarians. Where is that? I don't even see an ad on the screen. Wow. EW? No, I don't see an EW on the screen. You don't see Ed Whiff up there? I see no. him. No one. Maybe try rejoining Ed. I can hear him just fine. Ed, maybe you should try uh, going out and coming back in. If, if we want to get into the Trinitarian discussion, um, I mean, I can say there, there are. Um, people uh, in in a few CI uh, discussion chats uh, all around, mm-hmm. and you know like we're questioning things like in like John um, chapter eight, you know verse seventeen to eighteen. I'll, I'll read it out to you uh, just right now. It says, uh, I think this is, this is Jesus talking. Goes um, in your law, it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself. And the father who sent me bears witness about me. Okay. You know, so like verses like that, you know. Um, okay. What is your Christ take can still be on that? The son and the father at the same time, even though it's two people. Oh, yeah. The father bears witness to himself because there is no one greater, as we see in Paul's. Read verse 19. Um, I shall um, bring it up. <laughs> one second. Um, I'll, I'll use the AMP. I, I actually like the. Uh, AMP, like the Amplified Bible of Habits. While he pulls that up, uh, I just wanted to, to maybe throw a comment out and say that uh, I, I've, I've always thought, it, thought of it this way. Um, the, the, God calls himself the father because he's, he's the father of, of, our, of our race, of our people, right? He made Adam. He's, that's, the, that's a position that he assumes. But the Old Testament also describes, you know, what a son is, right? A son is, is someone who inherits the house, uh, who takes up the responsibilities of the house, right? 
and and I, I think I think there's a reason that God also describes himself as being the son, because we see, you know, in the in the revelations and we see in the New Testament the description of the kingdom that's to come. Uh Christ will God will come and he will he will rule directly. God will be the heir of all of the nations that we've built, right? They'll they'll stop existing in, in a way. But he'll he'll take up that mantle and and rule directly. So in a way, he is both the father and the son because he's the beginning of our people, but he's also the heir of everything that we've made. Right? He'll inherit it and yeah. carry it forwards, and, and that's and, a promise that he gave to us. So he is the father and the son. He he assumes both of those positions. Yeah, and in the old in the Old Testament, is he like also called the uh, angel of the Lord or something? Like, uh, I'm not so sure man. about the angel of the Lord stuff, Bill. You probably get Bill to talk about that. I'm not sure about yeah. that stuff. Anyway, I, I've got verse 19 up. Um, so uh, who, I'll, who I'll read back from 18. Verse 18 says, I'm, I'm one who testifies about myself, and my father who sent me testifies about me. Now, verse 19. Then the Pharisee said to him, where is this father of yours? Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Thank you. Now, can you say that about your father? Um, no. Uh, I'm a different man to my father, of course. Thank you. He's not. He is the yeah. He is the manifestation of Yahweh God in the world. You are never going to see God. God is invisible. Jesus Christ is the manifestation of God in human form in the world. That's why he told Philip... How do, How do you say, show me the Father, show us the Father? That's what he told Philip. I, I, it's in John. It might be chapter 14, chapter 15. How do you say, show us the Father? I've been with you all this time, and you have not. You do not yet know me? Come on. I, I could take you to 100 places in the New Testament and prove Jesus Christ is God. But it yeah. wasn't revealed until the resurrection. It wasn't certain until the resurrection, even though he said it all along and he said it in language that men didn't yet understand because he had to live himself. He had to live his life as a man and die as a man in order to redeem the children of Israel. And that's why he like he wept or, or prayed to uh, prayed his father, just like a man he would. did is an example to men, as an example to us, and it's what we should do. Yeah, that's fair. And like, yeah, and I guess like myself, I err more on the side of you know monotheistic modalism, you know, where um, they're one and the same, exactly well, well, like what you're saying. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I don't give a shit about the word modalism. It's a Roman <laughs> Catholic made up fucking word to describe people that oppose Trinitarianism. I don't use their language for a reason because I don't respect it. I don't respect their language at all. It's all from Greek philosophy and and fifth century bullshit. It's not what Paul of Tarsus taught. It's not what the scripture teaches. Paul of Tarsus. I don't don't call myself a modalist either because modalism, even the word modalist, is seated on on the on the presumption that someone is using Platonic arguments and 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 the logic of Plato to argue against. The Trinity, which is primarily what modalists do, is the Catholic opponents of Trinitarianism will use 
Platonic philosophy to argue against it because Catholics are the ones who went to such great efforts to fuse Plato to the hip of their own of their church. I don't I don't call myself a modalist either because I I listen I I like Plato. Plato Plato said some really great things, and Plato will always, to me, be the guy who created an argument that refutes atheism using secular logic. He, his argument of forms destroys atheism, and that's why it's not taught in universities anymore, because it creates religious people if you make that argument. He, he, he deserves credit for that, but he's dead, and y'all need to get over it, right? I'm sorry, but Plato was not a saint. He was a man, and he made mistakes, and he's got no place in a Christian church. And, and that's fundamentally what modalism is, is it's, it's a platonic refutation of the Trinity. But we don't need to resort to Plato to refute the Trinity. We have the Bible. Right, exactly. It's not we necessary. Don't need, we don't need to resort to the Greek philosophers, Plato, Aristotle. We, we don't, the Eastern Orthodox, I guess they favor Aristotle. Or, or they one, one of them is favored by the Romans and the other one by the Greeks. I, I, it doesn't matter to me that they could all just screw off. Because we shouldn't define ourselves and what we believe according to, as Dasho said, according to pagan Greek philosophers. No, that's bullshit. I don't need pagan Greek philosophers. Paul of Tarsus and Jesus Christ, they despised pagan Greek philosophers, the wisdom of this world. They despised that. Why should we embrace it? How could we embrace it as Christians? If they despised it, it's very clear in, in Scripture, in Paul's epistles, his um, disrespect of pagan philosophy. And some of it might be great. Don't get me wrong. Plato probably did say a lot of great things. That's why his work survived. But he was a liar. He made up stories and, and, and he created Atlantis from nothing, as Strabo of Cappadocia says. He, he made it all up to promote his own agenda, to promote his republic. It, it's it, it's not fitting. It, it's actually spitting in the face of God, in my opinion, to resort to pagan Greek philosophers in order to try to explain the scripture. The logos of John is not the logos of Plato. Fundamentally, we shouldn't be resorting to the Greeks to explain scripture because the Greeks forgot. They're the sheep that were lost, were they not? That's right. that's the whole point, to, right? To why why should we lean on them to explain our history when we can use we can use the 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 Hebrews to explain it better. The, is the history of the Israelites. The Greeks forgot that history. The Romans forgot that history. Christ said it himself. I came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. They're lost because they, they, they went away from Moses. They went away from the tribes and they forgot who they were. Yeah, right. Well, the history of Israel in the Bible explained the Greek and Romans, but it can't be the other way around. It don't work. <laughs> Did y'all talk about Matthew twenty-eight nineteen yet? Uh, Bill, could you hear him then? No, uh, no. I literally just put that up on the, the CR discussion chat just as uh, I was going to actually read that out right now as a question to, to think. Yes, it looks like we could hear Ed now. Okay. Um, do, me, do me to read it out, Twenty eight, Matthew 28, 19. Go on. Okay, so um, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Um, help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that doesn't mean that God is three persons. Yeah, that's like essentially sounds like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just God, like, in that, just three different forms, the... obviously being the physical, um, 
obviously being like the I go over to the father and the invisible and in, inside us, I guess. Yeah, that doesn't mean God is three persons. Even if that, uh, I mean, there's contention over that verse, but I can't discard the verse because it's in all of the oldest manuscripts. <clears throat> and and I'm glad you read the article, all of the nations, because it definitely refers to specific nations and not just any nations. And I'm going to talk about that next week, actually, with Truth Fits. But aside from that, <clears throat> that does not prove that God is three persons. If you read John, I, I believe it's John chapter 15, and, and I'm at a disadvantage right now because Bible works won't start on this computer. It's giving me a hard time. So John chapter 15, it might be John chapter 14. Christ explains that he's going to depart from them and that the father is going to send to them another comforter. And he speaks about this comforter. And from the context, you could tell that this comforter is the Holy Spirit. But then Christ makes a very telling statement. He says, I will not leave you. And the King James Version has comfortless. I will come to you. I will come to you. He's telling us that he is that Holy Spirit. Now that word that the King James Version translates as comfortless, it's from a verb, orphanizo, which means to be fatherless. So he's telling his disciples, I will not leave you fatherless. I will come to you. And, and that one passage right there blows Trinitarianism right out of the water because Jesus Christ, who also said that he's the father, on two occasions in that passage you read from John chapter 8 and again when he talks to Philip six or five or six chapters later, Two occasions, if you had known me, you would know my father. If you have seen me, you've seen the father. All this time I've been with you and you don't know me. He's saying that he is the physical representation or incarnation of the father. Yeah, That's actually, yeah, expanding upon that as well. John 15, uh, verse 23 says, whoever hates me hates my father as well. Yeah, right. Exactly. He is the father. Don't forget that he is the I am. That there's a hundred ways to prove this. Paul of Tarsus called Christ the fullness of the divinity bodily, meaning that Jesus Christ is all of God that you could fit into the body of a man. Of course, everything that's God can't fit into the body of a man, and that's how God could be the voice in the cloud. At the same time as it's him standing in the water that John is baptizing. Right. And we and we know that that's true because Moses saw the back of God on the mountain. And if it's explicitly stated that not only was he glowing for days afterwards uh, when he came down from the mountain with the tablets, but uh, it's also stated that if he had seen the face of God, it would have struck him dead immediately. He wouldn't have been able to withstand seeing God's face. Nobody, nobody was struck dead when they looked at Christ. When, when people looked at Jesus, no one, no one died from that. So clearly, you know, and, and, and Christ also, also taught himself that there are things that the father knows. There's the thing that God in the fullness of his, of, of himself knows that, that no one else does, including, including him, including Christ in, in that form. Cause I believe he said that, uh, that only the father knows the hour of judgment. 
right? I, I don't know it. I can't tell you when it's going to happen because that part of me was left behind, that's, right? That's how yeah. he exists as an example to men as a man, though. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, and I, I wanted to say this before we, we went too far astray, uh, something to throw on top of the heap, because I know you mentioned this, Bill. But there's, there's another thing, because one, the, one of the things that Trinitarians will often try and claim is that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have sort of existed as a, as a triune from the very beginning. They have to claim that, right? Because, because God is immutable. God doesn't change, which means if God's three people, then he's always been three people. If he has these three forms or personas, whatever you want to call them, right? But there's, there's text in the Old Testament this, this, that disproves this, and we can find it in Isaiah. I'd actually like to read it. Uh, Isaiah 43. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 8 and read through, but there's, there's, a, there's a verse in here, and I'm giving it context by reading what's around it. Um, Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and shew us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and say, it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witness, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon and have brought down all of their nobles and the Chaldeans whose cry is in the ships. So God himself says, there's no Savior beside me. I am your Savior. You've witnessed it. You've borne witness to me. That is why when Thomas saw the Christ... No, I'm sorry. I'm jumping jumping ahead of you, trying. That, That is why when Thomas saw the risen Christ, he exclaimed, my Lord and my God. That is why Paul of Tarsus explained to the Romans in Romans chapter 7 that the wife is under the penalty of the law unless the husband dies. That's what was going on when Christ was crucified. That is how he saved Israel by releasing the children of Israel from the penalties of the law. Right. If it if Christ hadn't been God the Father, and and he he himself, the, the evidence for this is that he called himself the groom. Right. The only person who could make that claim is God the Father. Right. He called himself Hosea, the groom because in Hosea, if, Yahweh God the Father had promised to betroth Israel to him forever. So what's the son doing getting involved? We got a problem. Right. I mean, if me yeah, and my we, son are chasing the same woman, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and that's if, a sin as well a, in Leviticus. And if a, yes, if a woman is married sin. to a man and she commits, you know, adultery, right, or or however the, or even not even that, if a woman is married to a man and that man's son dies, she's not now free of her marriage from her husband. That's not how that works. No. Well, and, many... and of course, the the thing in Isaiah just directly refutes it—the idea that there's been a Father, a Son, and a Holy Spirit from the beginning. God Himself says there is no Savior bes- standing beside me. It's just me. Right. And every spirit in, in in the Old Testament is from God. Is the Spirit of the Lord, not some separate Holy Spirit. 
Yeah. Can I digress? I can actually expand upon that. I was just thinking about this uh, just earlier. Um, if, uh, you know, Jesus was like, you know, I guess a separate entity and it's been like since the beginning of time as well, then when the angel of Lord, for example, wrestled with Jacob, you know, did, if that's going to be like Jesus, um, as Trinitarians believe, then did he look, did he look exactly the same as what he did when he was, you know, born of Mary, you know, or, you know, if, if, if they look different, you know, if if they if they look the same, if they look different, you know, like what what what's that going to change? Well, right, if they look the same, ridiculous. yeah. If if they look the same, why would manuscripts at the time say that he looked like his mother? You know, so so previous, so even prior to to Jesus being born of Mary, if he looked the exact same when wrestling of Jacob, then that's it's breaking the the parallax of time. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's just evident that you know it can only be God. And that's there's a ridiculous. there's a whole rabbit hole of stuff down that hole that you can go to that's that's entirely attributed to Catholics, like how they 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 have these arguments amongst themselves about whether or not the the blood that the that the river that the Nile was turned into in the Old Testament was it was it Christ's blood was it Jesus's blood? And some of them say, well, it must have been because that's the only blood God ever deals with. And it, it's 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 all how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. It's all nonsense. It's bullshit. Well, you know, the, the, the term Holy Spirit is, is in the Old Testament maybe eight or ten times, but it's always in reference to God himself. So, or the spirit of the holy gods in Daniel, which is a different story altogether, which I believe just refers to the spirit that, that Yahweh God put into Adam. So, except for that, except for the passages in Daniel, it's only, Holy Spirit is only six times, five times, three of them in Isaiah, once in Psalms, and, and once in Exodus, but no, not in Exodus. I'm sorry, four times. It, it's in Psalm 51, David is pleading, take not thy Holy Spirit from me, and, and that's just that David doesn't want his spirit to go to God, he wants to continue living. That, that's why he said that. So that is not a reference to the Holy Spirit. That's a reference to David's spirit, which he understood was holy because the spirit of the Adamic man is holy. In, in Isaiah 63, 10, 11, and 57, 15, no, 57, 15, we don't see Holy Spirit. So we see it three times in the Psalm and in Isaiah 63, twice. And, and it's referring to God himself. It's not referring to some other person that, that is part of God. The Trinity, the Trinity belief is dangerous. And the Trinity belief is anti-Christian. And I've said this before because it leaves the door open that we could imagine that other religions and races might worship God, some part of God that's different from Christ, that's apart from Christ. And that's bullshit. Jesus Christ is God. Yahweh God is incarnate as Jesus Christ. And as Christ himself said, no one gets to the Father except through me. Yeah, I just thought of something too. Uh, there's, I think there's a verse in the Bible which says that, um, I think it was like in a vision or something, he sees um, Christ standing next to God when God's on the throne. But then, you know, Jesus being the physical, you know, representation of God, then... Um, I guess that's needed because if you if you can't see the father, then you have to see the physical representation of him. So, right. like, how can you see 
how can you see God on the throne if he is in, invisible next to Christ? Not only that, wasn't David at the given that position? Yeah, you know, that seems to me to be an argument derived from the Revelation where it talks about God Almighty and the Lamb being the temple of the city of city of God. And and then it talks about the throne of God and the Lamb. But it talks about the throne of God. It doesn't talk about seeing God or a vision of God himself. God is invisible. God can't be seen. And and if you go back to Genesis chapter 1, it says, let there be light. And that's the first thing that's created is light. In the, in, in the narrative of Genesis chapter 1, right? Because there's already an earth. And there's already an earth without form and void. So that doesn't mean that this light is the first thing created. But it's the first manifestation of God in the world because Christ is the light come into the world. And and this light is not the light of the sun, the moon, the stars. It just says, let there be light. And it was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. Well, that can't be talking about the sun. That must be talking about a, a... abstract concept of light even though it talks about god called the light day and the darkness he called night because the sun's created three days later so how does that work truly so i really believe that that's that that is basically an allegory looking forward to christ the light come into the world because he's that light that light represents the physical presence of God in the world. And later, that physical presence of God in the world is Christ himself, which is why Christ is the light come into the world. And, and the logos of, of John is the same, is a reference to the very same thing. Let there be light. And God said, that's the logos of John. Christ is that word made flesh, meaning that he's the invisible God made flesh. He's not a separate person from God. He's one with God. He is an aspect of God in that sense, but he is the physical manifestation of God in the world as a man. Just like the burning in the bush was a physical manifestation representing God. And, and the pillar of fire the and the pillar of cloud. Baptism. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say it's similar to water baptism, how it was a, they were a bit uh, ambivalent, kind of didn't really understand early on. And as they you go through the book of Acts, uh, they realize there's only one baptism in the fire of Jesus Christ. Um, in this Trinity idea, it's Moses knew God face to face and spoke with him as a friend. Um, and all through the Old Testament is largely the Father, and the only references to the Son is of a, a prophecy of a Son, not an actual dialogue between a Son or a Father. Yeah. I'd like to say something. Uh, I think it was Daniel who mentioned a, a vision of the Son of Man and then somebody sitting on the throne. Isn't that from the book of Daniel and it's... The Ancient of Days that's sitting on the throne. I think that's um, Stephen when he was martyred. He says he sees the clouds 
open up and you can see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the Father. Okay. I think there's something in the Old Testament about the, the Ancient of Days. And uh, Christians interpret that as the Father being separate from Christ. Because the Son of Man or Christ is seen going to the Ancient of Days sitting on the throne. I'm just throwing that out there. Stephen saw a vision. So he couldn't have seen God because no man has seen God. God's invisible. But he must have thought he saw something that represented God. Well, and that's I, I, for one, I don't, I don't have an answer to every whataboutism that you could bring up on this. I, I've, I, I, my studying, my studies of the Bible are still very limited compared to some, some of the studies that some people have done. But in everything, in everything I've, I've seen, not only, not only is there far more evidence for the idea that there is no Trinity, but the, the story of the Bible does not make sense if there is a Trinity. There, there. It, it simply the it does not work. The entire reason that that Christ had to die was to absolve Israel of its of its marriage to God, so that Israel would not have to be destroyed. And if Christ Yahshua, the Son, is not literally also the Father, then his death worthless. It means nothing. It, it has changed nothing, and Israel is still doomed. And, and that's that's irrefutable. And the only argument, the only counter argument I've ever heard of that is, well, God is a complex existence. Well, I would agree. So why can't he take more than one form? At this point, we're, we're just, it, to me, it becomes an argument of, well, what's more important, God or the number of forms that God can assume? I assume <laughs> God could be a tree if he wanted to, but that's yeah, yeah. not relevant, right? He's going to call it like well, he infinityism. He can just be like whatever he wants at any time, anywhere. Of course he can. He transcends creation, and we have to yeah, understand that exactly. Right? But it, it, it it's just it's just funny, like tr like when Trinitarians they like limit it to the three, as if it's like not more than that. It's like the, and, the amount of forms God was in is uh, far more than three in scriptures. But I've been and using that argument for years. I've been using that argument for years that God was the rock in the desert, which Paul says was Christ. And God was the pillar of fire and God was the pillar of smoke and, and God was the burning in the bush. And, and I've heard some of these um, Trinitarians claim that Christ didn't say um, baptize all men in the name of the father and the son and the rock in the desert. Well, that might be funny, and that might be a cunning argument, but it's cunning because in the New Testament, God chose to manifest himself as the Son, and upon the passing of the Son, God chose to manifest himself as the Holy Spirit, which the Son said was him, the Son. So the Trinitarians, especially these Trinitarians, I'm going to call them Neo-Trinitarians. They're just a bunch of fucking clowns. And their arguments are sophistry. It's self-imposed ignorance at this point. Basically. Uh. And they don't understand the dangerous waters they're treading into. Because these, this Trinity, to me, was a third century compromise so that the Jews could claim to worship a part of God that wasn't Jesus. This, 
whole bullshit thing about these Abrahamic religions. There's only one Abrahamic religion. That's Christianity. And no, the Jews can't worship Yahweh God without Jesus or Yahshua. Right. And Period. I've I've pointed that out too, which is that it's it's fundamentally it's a it's a political concept. A lot of a lot of the heresies that are endemic in the Catholic Church and in the Orthodoxy are political in nature. They 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 have nothing to do with theology. Their their doctrine being controlled by by the politics of men and not the politics of men being controlled by doctrine. And fundamentally, the Trinity is an attempt to separate God out into pieces to to appease different groups because. Jews don't want to believe that Christ was God because they they hate Jesus and they they also hate God too but they they keep that quiet right they 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 wanted God without Christ and the gnostics and the the sorcerers and the freemasons and all of these groups of people they wanted divinity without the father they want divinity without god the father so there's there's a son there's a ghost which is just a catch-all term for all the miscellaneous instances of god they can't really describe and then there's there's god the father right but the reality is that by separating them up like that, you you destroy a, an important aspect of Christianity because now you can have people say, oh, well, God the Father's a tyrant and an asshole, and I don't like him because he said mean things and he blew up a city because people were, were having you know butt sex with each other, and I, I don't like that. But, but I do like Jesus. Jesus said great things. We should put him on motivational posters, which is well – which was Thomas Jefferson's stance on the whole thing. Right. So, that's absolutely that's true. Showed, that's a great point. That, that's God doesn't have any true. motivational quotes. Yeah, nobody ever wants to motivationally quote God the Father because that stuff usually involves uh, stoning mixed-raced babies and uh, setting sodomites on fire. You don't, you don't see posters of that, funnily enough. That's absolutely true, but that's the door that the Trinity has opened. The Trinity, a belief in the Trinity that, that there's God and there's Jesus and they're different persons – I don't care how the church wants to explain it away that it's it's one God with three persons. I don't care what they how they want to explain that. It's bullshit. And they open that door so that Christians, modern Christians, can imagine that Jesus is God without the Father, without Yahweh, without that mean Old Testament God. The That's Trinity, a good point. Honestly, I, I have a a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, doesn't adhere to or seek out to idealize the customs from the old covenant because everybody's equal now in the new covenant. Allegedly, obviously not, but which is also bullshit, but yeah, that's the impression they have. That is the impression they have, that it's all a, a, a house of card divide and conquer. What's the um, verse for Christ saying that he is the Holy spirit. It's in John. I'll, I'll, um, All right. it, it's in... well, doing, don't forget, if the Trinity view is correct, then Moses and Enoch never really knew God, nor David, the man after his heart, because they think that like God didn't actually reveal himself all the way, and then Christ came, and, and, all, and the Holy Spirit came, and then you, you saw all of God. This is John chapter 14, verses... All right, and, and these fools that, that are using John chapter 8, verses 17 and 18 in support of the Trinity, why haven't they read verse 19 and considered that? Are they that freaking stupid? That's all I have to say about that. 
and as as was just pointed out, if the Trinity was true, then it makes God a liar, right? Because God God claims that He revealed Himself to these to these people like David, but if He only if He only showed one third of Himself to any of these people, then He's not really revealed Himself to them, has He? It's it 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 it. It sounds good on paper, the Trinity, if you don't think about it. It's one of those things that, that seems as though it answers a lot of questions, right? It's like, oh, well, that makes sense. But if you actually if you actually try and insert it into the whole Bible, if you try and interpret the Bible as as a as a true Catholic, as a as a person who takes down whole the whole Bible and you you try and insert the Trinity into it, it doesn't fit. It's 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 a it's a jigsaw piece from another puzzle. Right. Well, it, well, it right. Fits in, nowhere. in Isaiah, Yahweh God, God the Father, says, I am the first and the last. And in the Revelation, Christ says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. So who's lying? How could the Son come before the Father? In that passage, comparing himself to the Holy Spirit, says that it is needful that I go away so that the, the Comforter may come to you. And then later on, it says, uh, I will not leave you alone. I will comfort you. And he goes on to compare himself with, with that. He's asserting that he is that comforter. The, the way I read that, I, I mean, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's right. Not he. Yeah, right. Not he. Yeah. Yeah, I was got, I got, I brought up um, John 14, 16 on the AMP. And yes, it, like, I mean, I read it out, and it's, it's, pr it's pretty clearly just saying that, you know, God is being your comforter, just like in the essence of like the spirit form, I guess. But I read it out. It goes like, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, and to take its heart, because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. I will come back to you. Well, well the whole the, the whole context of the chapter yeah. proves that Christ is... Uh, I also feel God. as though it's worth pointing out that uh, Trinitarianism, the, a problem with it, is this is this is this creates problems uh, when you try and and argue Christianity against other religions, because this is the reason why Catholics can't win arguments against well-educated imams. Uh, Catholics lose arguments to Muslims uh, over this, because a Muslim will take the the tenets of Trinitarian doctrine, which which claims among other things that that. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have always existed, and that they are co-equal, which is another fun word that they had to invent. That's a it's a Catholic word. You don't find it anywhere else. It's it's made up by them. They're co-equal. So God, they, they claim that all aspects of God are equal in strength and power because they have to, right? And that they've always existed. A a Muslim, uh, a, an educated Muslim can come along and point to the Bible. They can use the Bible. They can use the New Testament and the Old Testament to disprove this. They can say, well, that's not true because here, here Christ is saying he's not the equal of the Father. There's things the Father knows that he doesn't. And here's Christ saying that, you know, he's, he's a man, right? And here's Christ saying this and Christ saying that. So by his own words, uh, he must, he's, he's, you know, he's disproving your Trinitarianism. You're just, you're deifying a man. 
right? You're you're elevating a prophet and a holy man to the level of God. You're you're lying and blaspheming. We can prove it with your own holy scriptures. We're the correct ones, right? Christ was a holy man, but he wasn't God. We can prove that because your trinitarianism is is disprovable. We can we can prove that wrong. And that's that's how they'll they'll get the Catholics because they'll the Catholics don't have a rebuttal to this because they've adopted this flawed doctrine. They will lose arguments against intelligent opposition. They can't, they can't refute that without admitting that they just pulled the Trinity out of their asses. Right. Because it's a self-imposed ignorance from an agenda and bastards can't understand the word. Yeah. the uh, the refutation to what you just said, Dasho, be you know the equal in essence, but not equal in ability or role. Yeah, that that is that is their argument. the the way they The way they dig themselves out of it is they keep doubling down on Plato. That's essentially how they get out of it. Is well, they're equal, but not really equal. They're just sort of equal in spirit, but not really equal equal. Because well, why the hell are you using the word equal then? They 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 just keep if if you if you grill a Catholic long enough, you end up talking to a a Platonic idealist. That's just how that goes. Okay, and explain it by drawing on a whiteboard uh, instead of three circles that overlap. It's three circles on top of each other, and that's the Trinity. They're all well, well, omniscient, well, omnipresent. Um, you know. The, the well, bottom line. Question. The, the bottom line is that we have a difference in principle. At, at Christogenia, the principle has always been that the Scripture is the authority, and there is no other authority. The Scripture is the Word of God. Now, of course, in places there are problems with Scripture, so we endeavor to the best of our ability to determine the original readings of scripture. But the scripture is the authority. And if the scripture doesn't say it, then we shouldn't necessarily accept it. And that's, that's when the, the Roman Catholics stuff. come up with all these crazy fucking words, modalist and, and all these terms they have to, to describe what you believe about the Trinity or about God, or about the person of God, they're making this stuff up, and they're getting it from Greek philosophy, and and they devise all these arguments, and they devise all of these descriptions simply to defend their own heresy. And we don't accept that. It's just a sacred mystery, man. You can't understand the sacred mystery. No, there are no sacred mysteries. If you that's, look up that's the word their, mystery, their go-to thing, you know? Well, oh, well yeah, that is mystery. their go-to three thing. You're right. But if you look up that word mystery in, in Scripture, Paul of Tarsus says that the mysteries have been revealed in Christ. And that is probably one of the reasons why they keep trying to delete Paul. Paul is terribly inconvenient to all of their bullshit. Hmm. Well, the whole Trinitarian argument just shows such a lack of knowledge and just self-imposed ignorance it's it's like i would liken it to the the people that are driving in their cars with a mask on probably believe in the trinitarian (laughs) hold on hold on hold on the aggressive banter whoa is this mic working yeah yeah jd jd you trying to say something well yeah it's hard to get in huh (laughs) go ahead jd where's yahweh man you know the Trinitarian is the biggest fucking lie ever brought to America. The, it's the biggest lie 
it, it, it's a doorway to sin. These Jew bastards created sin through Trinitarian. I don't care what anybody says. You, you know, they put a limit on God by saying he's a Trinitarian. God is an infinite. You know, he's, an, he's infinite. He can manifest himself in anything he wants to. If we think that God is just three people, wow, we don't have to fear that much. But when, when you think of God, just God, ultimate God, well, you better fear him because his name's Yahweh. So when they talk in Matthews, where they say go out and baptize and teach him and, uh, and baptize him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, if you notice what it said before that, in the name, what name? Yahweh. Wake up. People just want to twist it around. That's, that's my opinion. There's only one God, and that's Yahweh. Right. Well, even that verse, too, three different iterations of the same being doesn't make them different beings. And, of course, if you have the word, you understand that they're not separate beings. <laughs> they're just different manifestations. It's not right. that hard. So, so people just love to run with it. And just like Bill said on many occasions, that it gives the Jews a place to eat at your kitchen table while he gopes at your baby boy and wants to fuck him in the ass because he serves the same God. Bullshit. Bullshit. If it said baptize in the name of the right. Alpha and the Omega, it doesn't mean so there's two separate they let, they, they, the, the sheep are lost sheep. They've been led down the wide gate that led to destruction. And there's a narrow gate. And that's called the way. Christ is the way. And that way is to keep his commandments. That shines the light to the tree of life. And people better realize that Yahweh meant what he said in the beginning. You let there be light, he manifests himself right then and there. And we're fighting this darkness. That's what's going on in Washington, D.C. That's what's going on here in the South. We don't put up with this shit. Fuck those bastards. Fuck New York. Fuck all these places. If you're walking with God, then you have to give all the glory to him. Recording has That's stopped. my whole opinion. So, but the Trinitarian, is, it, it's, a, it's a terrible thing, man. It, it, it's really led a lot of people down the wrong road. Well, it's just stupid, and it's just proof. Yeah. Just well, I'm sorry, that's what I wanted to say about the Trinitarian. It's been nice listening to every one of you guys, though. If I was going to assume anything, I just assume that they didn't know how to, like, defend the position, so they just caved and said, oh, I must be right. Well, well let me see, ask a question. You see, Yahweh, Yahweh, you know, that, that Old Testament God, oh, he's mean and harsh. But that New Testament God, he loves everybody. He loves niggers, faggots, and whatnot. Yeah, he's a well, yeah that, that's a good perfect example. People, yeah, people be like, "Oh, you, you should live your life like Christ." Um, you know, like, well, you can't do that unless you know the Father. Yep, love them all, accept them. Yeah. Welcome. Read, read the Revelation. They have well, compared this way. They haven't read Revelation chapter two, where Jesus kills children. Ed Whiff, what's happening? Amen. Let's let Ed Whiff, I can hear no, him now, just, right? No, I was just bullshitting. You're good. Keep going. Wow, nah, you got to say something now because I, I gave you the opportunity to back out. <laughs> Let's go ahead. No, nope, I forgot. Wow. No, my oh. question, no, my question <laughs> was um, um, if the whole if the Trinity is three separate uh, three separate personalities, right? God, Yahweh has a personality. Christ has a personality. But the Holy Spirit never has a personality. You don't see the Holy Spirit speaking uh, or anything like that. So if we were to try to give the pro-Trinity people the benefit of the doubt, 
what would be their explanation as to why the Holy Spirit never speaks or never has a personality that's described in the Bible of its own, that's independent from Christ and Yahweh. Yeah, right. Well, that whole that that whole um, excuse about the three personalities, the three persons being co-equal. Well, that's not true because Christ said, I do the will of my father. He didn't have his own will. He did the will of his father. So the three personalities are not co-equal. And also being a spirit and not a person, does it have a persona or a personality? That might be too much, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of arguments about the Trin- against the Trinity. It's just lies. It's just a fabrication. Yeah. It's a third. It's an old fabrication, but that doesn't make it the truth. It's a lie. It's the same old vain agenda. It kind of reminds me you of know, um, you know that the old announcers in the WWE or the the old boxing matches. You know, they call out the guys thousand and one names. You know. Every time they call out those different names, it, they still end up with the same person. You know, Conor McGregor isn't the notorious and Conor McGregor. It's the same one. But well, if you want to, if if you want to compare something, you know, uh, Yahweh versus Christ, you could compare. You know, if you're a younger person, maybe Bill, who's you know kind of boomerish. You know, wow. I know he doesn't like they claim that term, but he's, he's not really in the mo- he's not really in the movies and. Uh, current, you know, entertainment stuff like that. So if you compare like Odin whoa, and Thor and these whoa, Marvel whoa, whoa, movies, whoa. let me my, finish. Don't don't try to. My let me finish. I got so immersed Hold on. in movies. Don't tell me that that's a boom. Uh, <laughs> kind of is, kind of is. But my example was, you know, all the boomers I know love movies. Uh, well, that's true. That's well. Different. It's yeah. an all-encompassing term. We use it, you know, on Super a day-to-day movies, basis. Maybe. In other words, yeah, you're exactly the term. You're abusing the term. Wow. <laughs> That's a, well, he's, just what you're saying with. Well, if I can, if I get an opportunity, we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, what I was saying is like in these Marvel movies, you have Odin and Thor, right? Odin is seen as the old crotchety Yahweh character, and Thor is the new cool hip uh, Jesus character who gives away the throne to the black chick or the black Hebrew Israelites, I guess, in our uh, in our examples here. And Loki's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gross. You mean, you mean he was giving away to the Kangs, Mark? Yep. Yeah. Giving away to the well, Kangs. You know what? Wakanda forever. Fink is Gandalf. <laughs> Fink, Fink don't know. No, Fink don't nothing know about Lord of the Rings. I tried to get Bill <laughs> oh, to read the Lord of the Rings. No, watch no, Lord no, of the Rings. Nothing. He don't know nothing about King. Nothing. That's a good thing. It's a false okay. reality. Oh, oh, now, hey, if I was a real boomer, Lord of the Rings is kind of cool. Awesome. If I was a real boomer, you know, Lord of the Rings was pretty popular when I was a teenager. And I, I hate to break it to you, but uh, listen, if you continue, I'm gonna boot you. Ever gonna? I don't think we're going to get any translation of the Lord of the Rings. Well, maybe if I put on the cover that it was the Iliad or something like that, he'd read it. You know, <laughs> I think go on, Jay. Just watch the movies. <laughs> yeah, just the Odyssey. Yeah, you yeah, don't re- think re- I'd re- recognize yeah. the Iliad? We got a new edition of Strabo's Geography. Lord of the <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a multiple <laughs> book. It's not kind after kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a lot of people here. Somebody else might want to get a word in. 
If anybody has a fresh topic. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to head off, so have a good one, lads. And, oh, well, yeah, good night, brother. Blessed. Take care. Good night. Good night. Are we still recording? Because I heard it say that we're not recording anymore. I'm recording here. Okay, that's fair. But I really didn't hear Ed with before. That 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 I, I don't know why that happened. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No I'm seeing. I'm seeing arguments. I, I hate to keep keep slamming on the same thing over and over again. I know we probably have other things we could talk about, but I've I've got another chat open on the side, and I'm seeing people mention. I've literally never heard of this word or this concept until today. So buckle up. Apparently, people are saying that that in the Old Testament, the ancient Israelites had an understanding that there was a binatarianism where there was, there was two, there was a dual form of God. And they're using this to try and say that Trinitarianism is correct. I've never heard of binatarianism. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, those are... Please teach me, somebody here. Those vain philosophies are fucking endless, dude. Like... How does binary justify Trinitarianism? That's two. Well, listen. If they can get if they can get if they can get two in the door, three is three is a short uh, step from there. All right, I guess is the logic. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, well, and then we're we should add a four. Wait, wait, wait. wait go okay, okay. okay. What admit, there's not three. What about two? Will you take two? About, two gods. What about what two? What about, about one what, what I want to know is this. Okay, how does Christ call Yahweh his Father when? He was conceived when Mary conceived by the Holy Spirit. Ooh, so how is point. Yahweh the Father? If the real Father of Jesus is the Holy Spirit, but Jesus said that he was the Holy Spirit, so he's his own Father, but that's not God, because God's the Father, but he's not his Father, because he was conceived of the Holy Spirit. Well, there I'm you go. put that up. That's what atheists argue all the time. You see their memes going, oh, I'm God and I raped myself into existence. Yeah. I'm my own father. Most yeah. atheists should rape themselves, but if they could, we'd never see them because they'd never leave the house. And they wouldn't procreate. I mean, implying they don't already do that. Sure. Yeah, right. Everyone's so sad about the... Um, the Pornhub was removing all the um, non-verified videos, and Twitter was just alive with the sound of Kermas crying. Like, they're like, oh, I had thousands of boulders, they all disappeared. So they, they're all doing that. Well, well, I mean, we could argue all the little obscure beliefs like binatarianism or whatever the hell that is, uh, all day. I mean, there's a, a, there's a million different heresies, but the truth is that Yahshua Christ is Yahweh God incarnate. And and that his spirit is the Holy Spirit. That's the truth. That yep. straight and narrow is pretty easy to fall off of, but once you find it, it's easy to uh, know what it is. Yep. You know, I like where it says in Revelation, uh, he who is, he who was, and he who is to come. That's the Holy Spirit, which is now, and Christ, which was, and the ancient of days is coming, believe me. Damn and they right. make a big deal out of what they say is an error in grammar, but it's not an error in grammar. 
and, right. and it's the same grammar in the New Testament that was in, in the Septuagint, and it's not really an error. And, right. and that's exactly what that's I'm awesome. saying. Christ is saying that he he is he who is, meaning that he lives because God is unkillable, yep. because God is eternal. He is to come, meaning that he is promised to return, and that he was, meaning that it was him from the beginning. He's the light coming into the world, so Amen. he's that light of Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. That's the first physical manifestation Amen. of God in society. That's, that ancient day. That's also how well, he is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Because exactly. God Amen. knew from the beginning Praise that God, he way, was Let's going get... to take part in his own creation in order to save the children of Israel from their sin. He knew that from the beginning. He foresaw that from the beginning. Yep. I declare the end from the beginning. Praise Yahweh, brother. Thank right. You. Praise Yahweh. Praise the Bible is a wonderful it. book when you believe the Bible. And to hell with the Greek philosophers and, and the Roman Catholics yeah. that follow them. And I, I honestly just see the Alpha and the Omega thing as being in an, as being in an, a further reinforcement of the idea that God is is symbolically both the Father and the Son, right? He's saying he's the beginning and he's the end, right? God is our Father because he was the beginning. He created the world. He created our race. He created our people, and he gave us the law and the truth, right? So God is our Father, but God's also the Son, right? He's the Son of Man. Why? Because in the end, he'll be the one who is last. He'll come and he'll inherit the world. He'll inherit the kingdoms of the earth and, and clean them, right? He'll, he'll, he'll destroy the, the, the rulers of the spiritual darkness of this world, and he'll, in, he'll inherit the throne that is, is the future, right? So he is the Son as well because he's the heir, right? He will inherit everything that is. It will become his. It will become part of his house, right? So he's the well, father well, and he's the son. The father is the beginning and the well, son is the right. end. Hence, he will be at the right well, hand of God. He will have the power. Yeah, the physical manifestation of God will be at the right hand of God because he promised in Ezekiel that he would set his tabernacle among us, that he would dwell with us and walk with us. That tabernacle has to be the the temple that is the body of christ i'm sorry zeph but also with the alpha omega um also with adam and christ through one man uh came sin and through one man also came redemption well well that's what paul attests in in first corinthians chapter 15 and a great proof for all israel and adam being saved right it's romans chapter 5 truly that is romans chapter 5 that's what you just cited was Romans chapter Adam all die in Christ shall all be made alive. Paul repeats it in first Corinthians chapter 15, but it's explained deeper in Romans chapter five. Flipping beautiful. I, I don't know. By the I, way, I have, these... I have extended. Oh, go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to say, and, and then I'm going to duck out for about a minute. You'll have to excuse me. And I hope y'all keep the conversation going. I just want to say that, I don't think that these neophyte upstart Trinita neo Trinitarians in Christian identity, I don't think they've read my, my John commentary and, and I don't care that they don't, but I don't think they've read it. I don't think they've heard all these arguments. Of course they haven't. That's why I said I, it's uh, imposed ignorance. I will interject. Uh, I'm going through that John commentary for my second time. Part 36 and part 37. You have to really, 
grab those two right there if you ain't got time for nothing. At least listen to 36 and 37 and grab the, the Knowledge of Tree of Good and Evil. And you get those three down, you got it. And you'll know there's no Trinitarian. Yeah, and, and someone said earlier, jokingly, God can be a tree if he wants. He is a tree. He's a tree of life. Amen. He is the law. He's the truth. He's the way. He's the tree of real life. Root and the branch. Yep. I do think it is worth mentioning that there are people chirping in the chat right now that do not want to confront you guys about the Trinity or any topic for that matter. And it's very telling. Well, I'm, I've, I was about to say, I have, uh, I have invited some people to come in since they are refusing. They're talking a lot of shit, but they refuse to join the chat. And I sent them the link to this. I sent them the, uh, the Christoginia conference link. And, uh, I, they, they have essentially said, uh, they're, they're not going to do it because it's a bunch of, uh, Christoginia boomers who don't know what they're talking about and they don't know anything about Trinity and they don't care. They're not going to, they're not going to bother to join. And, uh, I've, I've essentially, I've, I've, I've said, so you're a coward is what I'm hearing. Uh, if you, if you can't defend the things you believe in, then you don't really believe in them. Right. If you're not willing to, if you're not willing to, they're being invited to come in. Right. right. If, if you can't right, right. even. It's like, uh, show me, show me in the Bible. The word Trinity. Where's it at in the Bible? Well, which which chat? It... There's there's some chats in uh, on Telegram and on some other on some other places that have some CI people on them. Oh, which which fair, Telegram fair chats? Because yeah. I came here from a link from Telegram. I don't know which one I want. Well, it's it's the same it, thing. Uh, it's dynamic awakening chat. I would oh, okay. say yep. though that fair. Sloan, who is defending the Trinity at least in part, I don't know. He's not a very staunch Trinitarian. Is tied up at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, first man sure isn't. He's just talking shit and refusing to join. So, <laughs> well, 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 he's did a you, nobody did in that group. He's just a, he's just some talker. This the siege interaction I had with him. He was you know talking about accelerating and uh, he got dunked on again. In my opinion, listen, yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna just share a personal opinion. I don't I don't trust the siege people. Oh. I, re I really don't. Well, there was just there's just a, an article that came out that explicitly stated that glow niggers were explicitly injecting our communities with siege and and Satanism. Quality. Yeah, they, the the, the feds, the feds, and the infiltrators. In it's it's both American FBI and the British MI6 are pushing Satanism and siege in, in nationalist communities in the West, in, in America, in Britain, and in Europe. They are pushing siege and they are pushing Satanism because they, they think it makes us unpalatable. And they're right, it does. It does. Right. Yeah. Just, hmm. just for the sake of saying it, you know, in the um, quote-unquote YouTube community, um, one of their platinum experts, or whatever the fuck it's called, some nigger, his name is... Uh, is a tag is subversive asset. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry if that doesn't Must say enough. Am I right? If that doesn't say enough about itself, it's like, oh, that's that's the person dealing with like the uh, uh, quote unquote community for YouTube. Yeah, he might as well just be um, wearing the FBI bloody cap on. Oh, wearing it right on their sleeve. Like, glow in the, he's 
He's got that glow in the dark patch. She is <laughs> fucking nigger. Glow in the dark patch. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back to create more feedback. I'm sorry. I don't know how that's happening. That's right. That's crazy to me. Will you will you promise to be extra nice? They're afraid you guys are a bunch of meanies and they're gonna be uh mean and bite their head off. Well, as long as they well, want to learn they... and as long as they're seeking the truth, I will be extra truthful. <laughs> yeah, boomo, because I'm only like who? Who 20, are we talking about specifically? I'm sorry, well, I like, missed the last two. Yeah, minutes. Uh, there's there's a couple uh, of people who are in some other uh, some other chats and some other places who are who are talking shit, but they don't want to join. They they they're saying that we don't understand Trinitarianism or the arguments <laughs> of the Trinity, but when they've been invited to come on and talk about it, they refuse. They don't want to. So well, they're just clowns. Is they're this clowns? The, I'll tell them they're clowns. Actual people, or is this just like people who are fans of the page? Uh, the, I, I assume Sloan and First Man are actual people. Listen, okay. I don't know. They they could be well, more. I, I mean, the people who are making posts on the page and like re- regarded as the people who are really smart in the channel and looked upon for knowledge. Well, one of them is a moderator. Sloan is a moderator. So yeah, Sloan is one, but. First man, I don't think he's anything. No, he's he's not. Listen, we, we, we had a very brief conversation while while you weren't here, Bill, and my, my summary was I don't trust people who who think very, very highly of siege. So <clears throat> I think No, I only think the siege is trouble. I, I wouldn't embrace siege at all. But uh I would I would have I would like to get Sloan in here, but uh Sloan doesn't want to seem to join, which is unfortunate. Apparently he's tied up doing something else right now, which is unfortunate, but Yeah, I spoke to him life, earlier. Dude. He's tied up with his kid. Oh, Say yeah, love he has a kid. Yeah. Well that's an but, excuse, uh, but that's okay. Well maybe he can write a paper on it. He can write all the facts <laughs> he wants, it ain't gonna be true. If, if it's Trinitarianism. Uh, I mean I like Sloan and, and he's done a lot of good stuff. He's taken a lot of my historic work and ran with it, which I appreciate. It, it's um, he seeks archaeological information, substantiating it, which he's done some of. It, it's things that I couldn't reach when I was writing my German origins papers in prison. I couldn't reach that stuff, not all of it. So, so I appreciate that because I can't do everything, and I don't expect to be able to do everything. But in spite of that. I don't think he studies the biblical commentaries enough, and I don't think he studies the scripture enough. He might study the scripture to glean historical information out of it, but he's short on scripture, and he's young. Absolutely. That's what I was saying earlier. It's came up multiple times in however many years, but especially in the last couple of weeks. Um, you can really tell when someone hasn't done their homework kind of a thing. And that's why I likened it to the person, you know, tr- the person that argues for a uh, pro Trinitarian, whatever, it, are like those people driving with a fucking mask in their car all alone. Like <laughs> it's, it's just showing to me that you, you haven't spent the time. You're really not seeking the word of Yahweh, um, let alone you haven't fucking spent a damn minute on Christagenia, because you would know better by now. Well, I, I would challenge Sloan to go and take my John commentary and prove it wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah, try. I was just listening to those uh, 
because I've I've been annoyed with the situation. And uh, you're the second the second podcast of John. You did a lot of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. All, all made, I know the word is, made flash. All I know is that Sloan didn't didn't have an opinion one way or the other about the Trinity, and he he asked me to explain why I didn't believe in it, and I did. I've 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 made my citations. I talked about Isaiah forty three, the I even I am the Lord beside me there is no savior. I talked about how the uh, about how the the story of the Bible is about you know. God marrying Israel and then having to come die to, to void the marriage. It doesn't make sense if Christ isn't literally God, the father, right? He couldn't call himself the groom otherwise. And I, I, I went through all the things. And at the end of it, after about mm-hmm. a week of back and forth, uh, Sloan said that he thinks I did a terrible job explaining it. And that he is now a Trinitarian because he believes my explanations were so bad that I've Why converted him to the other, the other side. So. I, I mean, Dasho, I, I like you a lot, right? Don't get me wrong. And I know you're a smart guy, but why didn't he go read my arguments? Because I think I've studied the topic a I've, little longer and a little more I posted more in your articles. I gave them your stuff, and they said they didn't want to read it. So well, there you go. What? There you go. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, so, self-imposed ignorance. There and are a lot of people. Stop using my historical. <laughs> <laughs> and that, is, that is why is because they they said I've I've even had this said is is don't use the same the same arguments against the trinitarianism that uh that Bill has used and I was like well why if if Bill made an argument that's right why why can I not use it why is that some kind of self-imposed limitation by you I mean it's not half these arguments like no offense Bill half these arguments you didn't even invent this isn't an, a new discussion Right, no, the, a lot the concept of the Trinity versus the Trinity not. This is I old. That. I understand that. And it's it's just I don't know. I've I, I feel as though the people who are defending the Trinity have uh, I, I won't be uncharitable and say they have an agenda, but I feel as though they don't want to see the truth. They're friends with Catholics and all this stuff, and then they compromise and they lose their way. It is a huge They're, compromise maybe, to me. Yeah. That, some nams are bits on their shoulder. I don't know. That is why Could be. that that is why and and you know I thought this out for years right I I mean I just didn't pull this shit out of my ass the day I got out of prison I thought all this out for years that that's why the Christiania Forum which was founded in July 2009 has three requirements for fellowship that Jesus Christ is God is the first one and the racial requirements are second and third. That's why. Because you if go. you don't get that, you're not worth my talking to. Well, if, if Christ mm-hmm. was ordained before the creation or the foundation of the world, how the fuck is that separate being? It's the same being. Is that idea found in earlier Christian identity teachers as well? Yeah. Before your work, think? Yes. Yes, Compre believed that Jesus Christ was God, and so did Wesley Swift, and so did I. They, they explicitly rejected the Trinity. They, they actually have a very nice, very good argument against that, which I thought was very entertaining. Um, is that when it says, um, we made man in our image, apparently a lot of people in that chat don't understand the concept of the royal we. 
So do you think it's actually a couple of people in the beginning that actually were talking to each other and like, hey, you know what? We're going to make man in our image. Let's do it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the royal we, right? That that very well could be the, the plural of majesty, the royal we. And it's it's also it's also worth noting uh, when we're talking about the royal we for a minute that a lot of people get really tripped up about the 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 angel of the Lord, right? And how the angel seems to speak with the authority of God. And people will use this to try and justify the Trinity, but just like how there's there's an understanding of the concept of the royal we, like like we so declare, right, that this and this, it's understood that a herald, a messenger, which is explicitly what God, what what angels are, right, is that's even what angel means, isn't it, Bill? They're they're messengers. A messenger carries the authority of the person who gave them the message. Uh, a messenger, an ambassador from a king or an emperor, is is symbolically the emperor or the king. They're they're working as an as an as an extension of their will right so so yes angels do in fact have the authority of god they they are in, in fact should they, that that's not incorrect right so when they say oh well the the angel of the lord was actually jesus because look it's it's talking with the authority of god so it has to be either jesus or the holy spirit that's that's evidence for the trinity well no it's just like how there's a royal we, messengers also carry the authority of the people who's, who's, who gave them the message to deliver. That's the point. Along with the spirit of Elijah and whatnot, you know. Well, to me, to boil it down to, you know, the very base, uh, the way I had the Trinity described to me, uh, the, you know, the, well, the, the Godhead, three, three heads in one, and it never made sense to me. But if we're creating the image of God, how many people do you see running around without with with three faces on their head? I know that's right. that, that's elementary. And it's very base, but God. Well, that's what I mean. Created in whose image? Faces. Three different images, four different images, five different. You know how many? Yeah, and I I know for a fact that I I know a lot of uh, Gnostics and a lot of uh, Catholics will go on to say that some of those images are metaphorical and some of them are spiritual. But at that point, that is Gnosticism. At that point, you're engaging in sorcery. At that point, you're you're just you're you're making up words and you're you're inventing ideas that you can't really defend or support. Just to, right. it's 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 adopting a, a new heresy to defend a heresy that you won't admit to, right? It's, it's, well, we're going to have to double down on the heresy. If that's true, then this also has to be true. Then this also has to be true. Stuff like this, which is why the, the, the Catholics end up having to believe that, uh, that, that Joseph was like, what, 90 years old and, and Mary was a virgin for her whole life or something. They, they, they end up having to believe these insane and crazy things because they, 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 make, they make a heretical belief. They, they make an assumption, but that assumption has consequences, right? There's consequences to that idea. There's implications to that idea. So then they have to go even further. They have to say, oh, well, okay, so that's also true. And then this also must be true, right? And before you know it, you're so far off the beaten path, you're out in the middle of the wilderness somewhere. Well, well where, right. where, where does oh, it's like once you begin to lie about something, a lie to support that line, you have to make a lie to support your next lie. And it, exactly. Which is why the Where the scriptures right. plainly yeah. say That's that Christ. That's how the Talmud works. Where the scriptures plainly say that Christ had at least three or four brothers and, and two sisters, they, they explain that away in defiance of the scripture to keep Mary a perpetual virgin. But there's several places in the scripture where Christ had several brothers and sisters. And the context is that Mary is their mother. 
and it's very plain. <sighs> but yeah, how how about that lynch mob threatening to threatening to throw Lindsey Graham off the roof of a building? That that was great. <laughs> that would be great. Oh. I'd love to see that. <laughs> um, they have, this is definitely. I, I've seen a lot of people drawing parallels between what's happening now and the beginning of the Weimar Republic. I know a lot of people have pointed out that uh, that Hitler staged a coup that failed, and then ten years later he mm. was elected democratically because yeah. people were so fed up with Weimar. I, I feel yeah. as though this. If you were if you were a historian looking back on this period, this moment is where I would draw that line in the sand and say this was the beginning of the American Weimar. This is definitely the start of it. Hmm. But the only that, the of... only that the only problem with that is that Weimar Germany was almost all German. Yes, it was, which is which is one of the reasons because Hitler touches on this in Mein Kampf, right? Which is why why they went they called themselves National Socialists, right? Which offended a lot of the the nationalists in Germany and offended a lot of the the Volk movement people in Germany because it seemed like they were imitating the communists and they also chose red as their color again deliberately in imitation of the communists and there were people who actually accused them of being communist saboteurs but Hitler Hitler explains the reason I did this is because I wanted to lure I wanted to debate the communists I wanted to debate German communists into coming into our spaces and debating us because I knew if I could talk to them I could win them I could win them over if we could just speak to them I and think, and, and we have a very different environment today. Also, we don't live in an environment. I think he also said that he did it to weed out any of the non-believers, like someone who's not really committed is going to be afraid of the name National Socialist. They're going to be like, oh, no, we can't do that. That's communist. And it's a good way of weeding out the people who don't really belong in the movement. Like conservatives, you know. for America... Just something that really yeah, disgusts I, me. It, it, whenever you get on, like, say Fox News uh, on their website, and you look up an article, you go to the comment section. Anytime it's anything with the Democrats, people bitching, and then they start calling the Democrats Nazis when they have no idea. But they're the farthest thing from a Nazi. The Nazis are doing all that. Hitler did. They're left-wing Nazis, but they keep much. calling these Democrats. Oh my gosh, Nazis. they're the real fascist guys. <laughs> Honestly, like I mean, it is kind of similar because I mean, it's just communism. You know, it's just totalitarian. Mm. Well, it's that, authoritarianism. It's, it's not left-wing really... authoritarianism. Yeah. Well, free Nazi Weimarism. The, the, the way that leftists in America today see fascism. How is forcing you to get a vaccine not fascism? No shit. The way they define fascism, forcing you to get a vaccine is fascism. And sure. so they don't even define fascism correctly. The, the leftist, no, of course they don't define it correctly, but that's the leftist mentality is always absolutely hypocritical. It always. Right. They take their, they take what they are and project it upon us. Yes, oh, they, it's, absolutely. It's, they it's the, the, the classic Jewish trick, right, is is if a Jew is, is right. discovered raping a child, they will accuse the person who found him of being a pedophile, right? That's that's right. that's how that works. It's been that way since forever. Or accuse the child of raping them some way, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Listen, William, I'm the real victim here. Lying thing. Uh, like, the 60 uh, saying... Uh, was saying that Tucker Carlson is a 
propagandist, a liar, a snake, and a uh, something else because he wouldn't call the all the people insurrectionists. Wow, that's so. It was just like literally what they're just talking about. Hmm. Whiff, Eddie Whiff, what to say, brother? Well, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to run this recording all night. I mean, y'all could stay here and talk all night, but I'm not going to run a recording all night. So I just want to make sure there's like 20 people here. I just want to make sure everybody gets their question in or gets their topic in. Or Yeah, I got a question. Right. Can you hear me this time? Can you hear yeah. me? You're yeah, now I can hear you, Ed. All right. Okay, finally. Jeez, Louise. Um, you're, you're, my question your is... I, broke, Ed, that guy over here, huh? Wow, no respect. I'm going to pull a Roddy Dangerfield gif and post it. Um, but seriously, my question, I got a serious question. If you all allow me to ask a question. I got a question. I read your uh, Revelations commentary, Christ Reich. Has your position uh, changed since that book, uh, or that series of podcasts, was published? No. Okay. No, I mean, uh, I don't mean that you're uh, you're wrong in that book. I mean, if there's any uh, new information or anything that you understood one way, you now understood understand it in a different fashion. No, no. There's a um, that that book, the text and commentary are based on the Nestle Novum Testamentum Greco edition twenty seven. There are some notes in edition twenty eight, which has come out since I did Christrike that are going to force me to change some of my translation notes, but none of my translation. Okay. All right. That sounds good. That's just the way life and then, is when new information comes out. That The NA-28, the apparatus in the NA-27 had made some mistakes. So okay. I, will, I will change the notes in the next revelation commentary there will be another one i plan on redoing that series i pray sometime uh, i'll start it sometime in the second half of 2021 maybe that's good and then uh can you speak briefly i know that's a very difficult concept for mr 50 part john commentary but uh (laughs) briefly touch upon your um point of view on uh end times timelines you know, some Christians, not just CI people, but Christians uh, all together will get caught up in discussions about different timelines. Well, Christ is going to, you're going to have Christ return first, then you'll rise a thresh, or you'll arise a fresh thirst, uh, then Christ returns. So could you speak to your opinion on that, the timeline of end times? Well, well, I mean, that's a difficult thing to talk about. And, and let me say that the scripture, and I've said this a hundred times in podcasts, maybe only 50, I'm sorry. That the um the, the <laughs> prophecy the prophecy is not written so that we could tell the future. The prophecy is written so that we could look back and know that God is true. And and I stand by that. I first said it ten years ago, maybe. But the bottom line is that even though it's difficult to tell, there is no doubt that the scripture says that Babylon will fall. And the people of God, the true people, will be called to come out of Babylon and reward under her double as she rewarded you. And if you don't come out of Babylon, you will suffer her punishments. So it's immaterial whether Christ is back at that time or not. 
and and it, if we love the system, when Christ comes back, there's a lot of Christians that are going to be mad at Jesus. Hey, Ed, you already know, but it it isn't our place to know the time or the day or the hour or the day. Uh, we should treat every day as is it as if it's going to happen today or tomorrow, right? Right. But he's talking about the general sequence yeah. of events. He he's not really trying to pin it down to a time, and and I would reject that. The, the some scriptures exactly some scriptures suggest that Christ will return first. If you read Revelation chapter nineteen in that way, perhaps those events are simultaneous. Revelation chapter nineteen: Christ coming with ten thousands of the saints to make war, and and maybe Christ is only represented in us. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's going. That is his physical return. It, it's difficult to say. And and okay. I, I, I would I'm, not I'm, make a decision based on conjecture when it's something that I could explain in either manner and leave it open and say that I don't know because men have to be humble that this that's something that nobody can know. Okay, that's right. fair enough. Sorry, right. I, well, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to put that on you. My bad. No, I, no, no, you're good. I want to no, ask a follow up question. On we're talking about revelations. Or on it. I want to get my questions. Bill, in. I'm, I'm, go ahead. Ed, sorry. All right. Sorry about it. No, I wanted to ask. So, Judeo Christians are taught in the church, right, uh, regarding end times, that when Christ returns, when there's a new heaven and new earth, that the earth, like. Uh, and the universe, depending on the type of theology they teach, uh, will melt. And they'll create, God's going to create a brand new earth. Uh, and then Jerusalem will come down out of heaven after there's a new heaven, I suppose. Um, and then that will come down to basically, you know, the U.S. They believe North America, like a, a giant golden cube. And when they, uh, and, you know, and the Bible has all the dimensions of New Jerusalem, you know, New Earth, um, they actually believe that's all you know, physically going to land. And that's going to be nomination. Is that well? That's a Judeo-Christians, uh, Southern Baptist-denominational. I've never heard that one before. I've got to be honest. Is is what? Did the Thedians come out of the cube next and and reveal like, that the the Templars <laughs> were stealing our blood all along, and that we well, we were the we were the Ark of the Covenant? Is that remember, how this works? Remember, this is left behind <laughs> Kurt Cameron oh. level theology. Okay. Oh God, that's cringe. Right, nothing, uh, this is no. Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. You calling me cringe? No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm calling. I know I'm I'm bullshit. I'm I'm messing with you, Jr. Uh, but that is the yeah. standard Christian, right? So the standard mm. Christian goes to your regular church on your corner, across the street from KFC with the Negro chicken. That is what they're taught if they mm. want to study the end times theology. Remember, if you just go into church and you hear you go to your concert, you uh, shake hands, get a you know a donut, some coffee, and listen to the preacher, you know, shake you mm. down for somebody from the Negroes in uh, Nigeria. Um, you're not going to hear, you know, when you go to Sunday school, you go to conferences, you know, Tim LaHaye, um, Answers in Genesis, all the, you get into all that stuff. This is where you're going to learn this, right? Real. Yeah, so yeah I, right. But yeah, you're all shit. Okay. A new heaven and a new earth. And if you really want to see the first time the phrase was used, read, it, it's in Isaiah 65, 17 and Isaiah 66, 22. And, and then you go to Revelation chapter 21, 1. And it talks about a new heaven and a new earth, but it talks about the city of God coming down from heaven. And and if you really study that, you'll come to the conclusion that the city of God must be the people 
that have been born from above. The people come from heaven. And, and that's the way I interpret that. And the new heavens and the new earth are, are just a replacement for the, the or, or a new manifestation of the people and governments on earth from the people that were already here. Because Paul like a new says, society. Yeah, a new society. In in ancient Mesopotamian literature, heaven was a a, a um an allegory for the seats of, of government and the temples and, and the the institutions which controlled the society. And earth was the term for the common people. So that's why the city has 12 gates for the 12 tribes. And if you're not one of those 12 tribes, you can't get in because they're not going to be anybody around that's not one of those 12 tribes anyway. Yeah, because well, sure. there will be no more sea. Well, yeah, the Judeos. I don't know well, if everybody else get technical, there will be Adamites that aren't part of those tribes. Correct. But there won't be any non-Adamic people, um, no alien uh, people. But do you know the Judeos actually believe, this is what we're taught, um, that when the Bible talks about there'll be no more sea, uh, there'll be no, mean oceans, bodies of water, uh, no more beaches. That's what we're taught. As we, so when see, I come to CI and I learn, no, that's, it means no more non-Adamic people. I'm like, oh shit, my mind's blown. It's like the meme in real life. You know, yeah. the mind blown meme, which is wow. Well, that period, that seven months that we're burying bodies, I mean, I really see that as, I mean, it's going to be the remnant, if you will. I mean, look at, look at CI, I mean, how, how many different, it's very, excuse me, using the term diverse as far as our uh, um, backgrounds. Our, let, uh, let me tell you something, capacity. if the year no. is a day in prophecy, it's going to be 210 years burying bodies, not seven months. I, I brought that up before, too. It, it was someone on the forum, actually, that I was quoting when I brought that up. Yeah, if you want to use that, uh, that yeah, exactly. It's over 200 fucking years. So, yeah, there's a big period there if you want to look at it like that. Oh, and, uh, that. We're pretty efficient, us. Um, Europeans, because the Germans managed to get rid of six million bodies in a few years. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with no fuel to burn them, they just uh, that's it, poofed yeah. them all out of existence, right? That's it. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of great great memes recently about uh, about the the headlines coming out of Germany saying thousands of COVID victims are dead, crematoriums <laughs> can't keep up, and, and, and then there's just a picture of of a of a Muppet who's aggressively sweating and like trying yeah. to avoid it. <laughs> camera Dasha. Dasha. yeah they were doing the yeah. same thing in new york yes. i guess yeah. i got a question before uh before bill jumps off i wanted a, a question for you and bill to address so uh, let's say let's say we, we rewinded time right the last few days and just some random uh, as an example had an opportunity stations that wanted the dc and did what they did what would you your advice be to come to a dash hey, this group wants me to go with them, do this. We're going to take over the, the whole damn town. We're going to fuck everybody up. And what would you Oh, I tell them they're probably walking into a trap, honestly. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Let we're me say this. Without, without God is, is would be my statement. I'll pass this off to Bill, but we, we're no, not no, going to no, be able no. to accomplish anything without Christ. Well, well, that's true, but I can't answer the question because my signal is starting to degrade.
It it really is. Okay. And and Ed was broke up and Dasho, even you, although I heard more of you than Ed, that it's the signal is degraded. I don't know why. It's disappointing, but I can't do not anything about it. Perhaps a good cue to end the recording and call this an open forum. Y'all can right, stay up, here. Well and yeah. it was nice talking to all of you gentlemen. Yeah, y'all can stay here and keep talking. Well, thank you, Bill. Remember. I'm gonna try yeah, to these from for the rest of this year, I'm gonna have these once per quarter, which means like every third month. That's the way I'm so thanks for being I love here. You brethren. Praise Yahweh. And now to talk about that just came up too. I appreciate everybody that participated and, and I hope the next one in three months is even more participation. Thank you and praise Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Is praise Yahweh. Is one praise God. <laughs> praise Yahweh. Love you all. Love you all, guys. Thank God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And the-